1: Hi time machine? Out of a
2: DeLorean? We came, we saw, we kicked its ass!
0: Hey, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host Matt Bledsoe and this week we're doing something a little different. Something I'm very excited about because we are going to be drafting our favorite James Bond theme songs. Uh, before I explain how we're doing that, uh, let me introduce my two guests. They're going to help me do this. Uh, first up is the host of the cobwebs podcast, and he's been a guest on this show many times. It's Daniel Epler. Daniel, how you doing? Oh, hang on one second. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel has got a martini going here. He's got a shaker ready. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's okay. I'm ready beverage. to go. There you go.
2: <laughs> I'm doing good, Matt. How are you?
0: i'm i'm great i am so excited to finally be doing this uh it's been a long time in the making uh we've all had bond fever i think for a while (laughs) so hopefully this might help get of our systems who knows but this is i'm so excited to do this uh this episode with you and uh and not only you we are also joined by someone who's been a a guest on this show a few times and he's also you might have heard him on the cobwebs podcast and schlock and all it's Keith Rich. Keith, how are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I uh, I feel bad showing up looking like this. Daniel's to the <laughs> nines, man. Like bow tie, suit jacket, everything. He looks <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I'm doing great, man
0: i'm so glad you were here and yes <laughs> daniel is it's a visual thing but yes, we can yes. see him he's dressed up he's got the suit <laughs> the bow tie he had the martini he's ready to go we're <laughs> i should have set my game up i said that i was like oh it's i should have brought a martini or a tuxedo t-shirt something to <laughs> signify tuxia. what i'm doing here. it just but. puts me
2: in the mood man like i'm just extra in the mood <laughs> to talk about james bond now <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, I will say just
0: speaking for myself, I think I've made it a point a few times on this podcast recently, how obsessed I've been with James Bond recently, (laughs) which is a combination of the new movie coming out recently, No Time to Die, um, the Screen Drafts podcast, I'm going to talk a little more about um, and just general like, I don't know, but I feel like I'm nine years old again and I'm getting into Bond when GoldenEye came out. I have that same fever recently because I went through I was renting all the tapes uh, of like all the movies, like just every Roger Moore, Sean Connery. And I was like, Oh, I love James Bond. And I feel like a nine-year-old kid again, going through, I've been going through the movies and listening to all these songs. It's been fantastic. So <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've had some crazy Bond fever.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so good to hear, man. I especially, I mean, you know, I always love James Bond, but I always just get so in the mood when a new movie comes out, uh, which yeah. is why I hope there will be new James Bond movies for my whole life. Cause it's always a reminder to go back and watch these movies that I love so much. Absolutely. Uh, Keith, how are you doing with Bond lately?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well, here's the thing. It's a bummer because I'm really wanting to watch a bunch of Bond films. I just don't have access to a lot of Bond films. So it's been kind of tricky. And getting to watch movies in general right now is a little bit hard as it is uh, with child. So that's been tricky, but I've been really enjoying listening to all these songs and just kind of uh, finding my favorites and finding the ones that I'm really just not feeling. Uh, I did give you a little spoiler, but I I won't, I won't, I'll wait. Uh, and, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just get really jacked up every time I hear, you know, just that big brassy sound. And it's just so unique to, uh, bond themes that are just like, oh man, it doesn't only get me excited for the movies again. It just gets me excited for music kind of in a way. It's just so refreshing to listen to something, a little out of my norm uh just to kind of be like oh yeah this is great like I really really dig this and and uh, they're just so classy they're so classy and stylish
0: <laughs> oh. okay so I should explain we're doing songs and not James Bond movies uh there's a couple reasons for that uh first of all it's really hard to watch 26 Bond movies 25 I lose count because of the unofficial uh Bond movies <laughs> but it's a lot of movies even though we all love the Bond movies uh And the other reason is that, so yeah, this explains two things. So we are doing basically, if you don't listen to the podcast screen drafts, we are basically borrowing their format for this episode. I don't want to make it a habit of taking someone else's gimmick, but uh, this was just too good to pass up. It was an idea I had, and they just did Bond movies anyway. So why not do Bond songs, which I think are super important to the movies in general and it's a lot easier to listen to i think it was like an hour and a half of theme songs instead of 26 bond movies. so i just thought it'd be fun and it came up with me and keep talking about goldeneye with theme songs a little bit and that seemed to be like a like a hot point of contention among people because we were talking in like our little discord group about people's favorite songs and like they were passionate about some and couldn't believe people don't like other ones. And it was just, you know, I felt like there's something here to talk about with these James Bond theme songs. People feel you know, personally about them. So I, I thought, let's do a draft. So, um, so that's what we're doing here. Uh, and I shouldn't assume everyone listens to screen drafts because I think I saw someone on Twitter day. I think Dan, you post your favorite podcast. Someone said, what screen drafts? And I said, oh, I thought everyone knew screen drafts, but, um, basically the format of that show We're basically doing the most exact same thing. They have a uh, list of things they're trying to draft and rank. So it's not a straight rank. You don't get exactly what you want in a draft usually because there's three people here trying to move songs up. They like push down songs they don't like. And we kind of have to, I think they call it collaborative competition on that show. (laughs) Um, We will all have different draft positions um, to draft songs. um, And there's 25 songs available for us to draft uh, in this. We, that's a big thing I will say right off top of all the James Bond songs we we left one off that people might be mad at us for but you have to understand why it is the classic John Barry James Bond theme song because we all talked and said how is this not number one (laughs) like there was just no way and that seemed boring we all love that song it's the most important recognizable Bond song but like to do a draft and make it fun and like interesting I don't think anybody wanted an obvious number one. And now that it's not in here, I don't know what'll be number one. I have some ideas of what could be high, but I have no idea what may be number one now. <laughs> so eliminating that, it hurt to eliminate that, but I think it makes this whole thing better of trying to pick out these songs because it was just too obvious. So <laughs> we've got all the other songs to pick from. I think the only kind of weird situation is with Honor Magic, Majesty's Secret Service where we're, we're taking two songs in that movie because it has an instrumental theme and we're using that song and we're taking, we have all the time in the world, which is at the end of the movie, just because that's such an important song to the bond franchise. We wanted to include that as well, but I think everything else you guys correct me wrong is pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> um, I believe from Russia with love song is at the end. Yeah. Not the opening. That's not, that's not that big a deal. We're using uh, Matt Monroe's song in here. Um, but otherwise I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, and I'll explain more as we go along (laughs) because we have to get our draft positions here. So everybody's going to have their predetermined spots. They get to pick. Uh, and I tried to (laughs) balance these out, these three positions out as much as possible. So one would not have a clear advantage over another one. Um, so I will read these off here. So I will position a gets, uh, pick number one, pick number four, pick number eight, pick number 11, pick number 16, pick number 20 and pick number 24. Um, It gets the least amount of picks overall, but you do get picks in the top uh, three picks in the top 10, the number one pick, and you get something special. I'll bring up in a minute here. (laughs) Um, Position B gets picks two, picks five, picks seven, picks nine, 14, 18, 21, and 23. That's the second most amount of picks. Um, And you get the most picks in the top 10 with that position. Last one is position C. You get to pick three, six, 10, 12, 13, 15, 17, 19, 22, and 25. Um, so you pick kind of lower, but you get the most overall picks in the draft. Um, so everything, and then we will have, if you listen to screen drafts, they have vetoes on that show. <laughs> so if somebody picks something, uh, and since, it's a, since we're pulling the whole pool here of dra- uh, Bond songs, um, you would really only want to veto if you want something higher because all it's going to do is go back into the, the pile <laughs> and get picked again. So if somebody does something that we think is insane, like pick, I don't want to give an example, but picks a song that they love at like 25. Someone's going to pull, pull a veto out and say, no, 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 don't do that. Because that will hold the song and push it at least a little bit higher. Uh, so everyone has two vetoes. Position A, though, one of their vetoes is a special veto that we're calling the Blofeld. Good job, Daniel. That was Janel's idea. The Blofeld is not only a veto, but it allows that person to hijack the pick and pick any song they want in that spot. Because one of the things that happens on screen traps a lot, too, is if you have the number two pick, a lot of times you really have the number one pick because you kind of force the person sometimes to you know, kind of do what you say up 2 you, kind of, if, especially if you're left with things, because this, we're picking all the James Bond songs. So whatever two picks, you're left, whatever they didn't pick at number one. So the Blofeld at number one kind of helps still give you that, but you could use it earlier. But if you want number one, you might want to hang on to it. Um, and I should say, I've I messed this up already, but the vetoes, we want to call them ejector seats for the Bond draft, <laughs> another Daniel <laughs> idea. <laughs> so I should say everyone gets two ejector seats, Position A gets ejector seat and a Blofeld which is a big deal because you take the pick and you get to pick whatever you want in that spot. Um, so how are we going to determine who has what spot I have trivia here. So I'm going to read the question to Daniel and Keith. I'm going to leave myself out of it uh, for right now, whoever gets the question, right. Uh, gets the, their pick of whatever position they want. Um, so I guess I can just ask this question. It's multiple choice because I don't want you guys just to be <laughs> naming things off. So whoever I hear first with the right answer is, um, I will I will give it to you. If you both don't get it, I have a backup. So <laughs> um okay. Whoever just just yell it out. So okay. Here's a question. What is the lowest grossing movie in the oh, let me read the, the choices first. Lowest grossing movie in the franchise adjusted for inflation. That's important. Uh A, Living Daylights, B, Man with the Golden Gun, C, license to kill, or D, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. License, license to Daniels. kill. It's License to kill. Daniel got it. <laughs> those poor poor adult movies (laughs) they were both in the bottom five of making money but uh license to kill is the lowest grossing bond movie um sadly so okay daniel you get to pick do you want a b or c
2: i want c because i feel very strongly about what should be at the bottom Mm -hmm. and i like the idea of having more picks
0: (sighs) that was why i wanted c
1: (laughs) also me yeah Yeah. i I feel very strongly about the last one but Um, yes.
0: (laughs) all right so for us keith i have a a wheel i'm gonna spin just (laughs) just a a random wheel here um so let me see i have to reload it of course well we really
1: went to to the bottom of the barrel from a nice trivia question to let's spin a wheel so
0: (laughs) thank you man thank you (laughs) i had had no backups um hang on one second and all right i'm gonna show you the daniel's name still on it because i made it when i thought we might need all three of us to do it so okay i'm spinning the wheel oh i see can you read that? Is it close enough? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Daniel. Okay, that didn't help. Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to redo this again. Let's see. <laughs> land on him again. Oh, Keith. Okay. okay.
1: All right. Um, I will take B. Oh
0: man! Every time <laughs> I do these things, no matter what, I'm in the spot I don't want. This is amazing. Um, all right. I'm an A. I'm an A, which sounds cool on the surface, but oh man, it's a lot of pressure. It's man. stressful, uh, man. Yeah. It's stressful. Um. <laughs> That's okay. I have a song that I could push number one that I, that I don't think it's unpopular. We'll, we'll see, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I really wanted that bottom, but I feel like I feel more passionately almost about the, the songs I don't like. <laughs> so, oh, that's okay. Um, All right. Uh, let me see here. So I've got the list here of the spots. Okay. Oh, hey, this can, is when we, I, yeah.
2: can you reiterate how many ejector seats we all have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all have two, but okay. I have just one but i my other one is not just a veto it's the blowfeld so it's like right i, I stop you from picking it and i replace your pick with whatever i want
2: right which you can use at any point even any though it makes point. sense to do it at the number two it makes sense to it's to. safer for the end
0: but if i get really passionate about something i might need to do it earlier that's the yeah. oh yeah that's the scary part so um and to
1: be clear like can someone veto your hijacked pick or is your hijacked pick like
0: like solid I, I think that the hijack pick should be locked because that's kind of okay, whole, okay. Like, i agree it makes sense the... to me i just wanted to make sure that, yeah yeah okay w- cool now we didn't talk about this if you i guess you, you know no, i guess well if you, if someone picks like i'm just gonna make up songs that should not be at the bottom i think i hope <laughs> like let's say someone put goldfinger 25 and you say no keith you, keith's like veto and then someone tries to play uh the same person tries to play um uh uh i think a really good bond song uh another song and then i don't like it. i can you can stack vetoes we could keep vetoing that person until until we're out of vetoes
1: okay okay cool. so makes
0: sense <laughs> i hope Perfect. that doesn't happen uh i just listened to happen on the screen jeff's bond driver, where they just like blew every veto to stop somebody from <laughs> from doing something so and it was I, worth
2: it it was worth every veto
0: i mean it probably was it probably was <laughs> um so yeah uh actually hold this so i think we are all set to start drafting here um again i just want to i don't know i feel bad it's actually feel bad but like screen drafts this is their format i don't make a habit of taking other podcasts format but all credit to them it's so entertaining If you're not listening to it it could make you mad sometimes but my god is it entertaining podcasting the bond podcast I did was like i had just started go back to the office and they dropped those first those two episodes and it was it saved me for like those days they're super long but i was like in heaven because it was just so entertaining so all
2: credit to them uh this yeah is i just thing. i yeah. just want to echo you my number one most listened to podcast of the year last year was um screen drafts probably my <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts at this point and that bond series was amazing so happy to pay tribute to them here yes yes <laughs> i'm
1: a little disappointed that uh billy ray bruton's uh invite must have gotten lost or something so i don't <laughs> see him here it's
0: unfortunate but you can only imagine what he would do to us oh my year. god i, don't, like, I his, don't think it he's... could
2: have gotten more controversial though so That's fair. <laughs> I'm curious too. Cause like, I'll just, I feel like we're
0: three pretty, uh, uh, what's the word? We're never confrontational guys. We're not very like, <laughs> but I know how passionate you guys are about bond songs. So you might be like super passionate. Also, the funny thing is I think I'd have a better read of like what movies you like. The songs are like a mystery. Like I kind of know Keith's taste in music. Daniel, I yeah. don't really know your taste in music at all. Actually. I got like a little bit, um, but no, I, I really, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I so, guess
2: that'll have to come up as we go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Cause like, I'm mostly only James Bond songs. I think I'm usually like a more of like a rock guy, metal guy, like, like yeah. you know, pop punk, all kinds of stuff, but, and this is not, but I like all, most of these songs there are a few. We will talk about that. I don't like, but, um, but yeah, just good stuff. So um, it's going to be interesting. So, um, but enough talk, I think, I think it's time to start. So at number 25, uh, Daniel, you picked position C, so you get the first pick in the draft the last the worst James Bond song I can't wait to hear what this is I'm a little nervous Go-to. all right
2: so <laughs> I think I I like almost every James Bond song um but I think this is the only one I just cannot listen to um and I know Matt Bledsoe likes it because oh, no. he mentioned cool. that he liked it on the golden eye episode <laughs> um you know, I, I like a lot of the older Bond songs because, you know, when it comes to my music taste, I actually like a lot of old music, you know, much like a lot of old movies. And I love jazz music and, and stuff like that. But um, this is a 2000s pop song that is horrifyingly annoying to me, which is Die Another Day by Madonna, which is not a movie that I hate, by the way, because I went into the movie expecting this is like going to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen based on what I heard. And oh. it's not, it's like decently fun, but I hate the song. It's obnoxious. It's annoying. <laughs> the Lyrics are meaningless. And um, I'm not, the a Madonna. Are I her, but I, yeah. I do hate that song. Oh, and now <laughs> we find out if Matt ejects this out of the Martin. I
0: let me clarify what I said too. I don't think it's a good James Bond theme song. I think it's kind of a catchy song. Um, yeah, the lyrics are complete nonsense. At one point, she says Sigmund Ford for no reason. I yes, think that, that's that out. the thing that bothers me about that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's no point. It's nonsense. Like, I could, it, it sounds, it might be of, I don't know, it's hard to say. Of all the Bond songs, it might be the least like a Bond song. And there's some ones that get pretty far out of the reservation, but like this thing sounds like just like a bad, like club, like song. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I don't know why <laughs> in 2002 like they pulled Madonna because I don't think her star power was that much in 2002. I thought that was a weird That's choice. A good
2: point. Cause she's I guess they finally got her star, right. Right. Yeah, and
0: into the nineties early, you know, Yeah. Like, but by, by the late nineties or thousands, think like she was not a low point, but she was definitely on the downward you know slope i remember like on trl way back in the day uh they premiered one of her videos and it was like a big deal but no one ever cared about it <laughs> like that ray of light song if you yeah i was that. just gonna
1: bring up Ray of light yeah. and it's
0: like she got this weird like dancey face like like more like club type techno type music whatever um trying to do that i don't think it was very successful but uh, so i thought it was weird i'm like why madonna and o2 but i guess they they probably pursued her for a long time and they finally got her and they were like we got madonna and she gave them this song, which I can't believe they actually took. Like, because they rejected <laughs> many better songs to Die of the Day. And they're like, perfect, we got it. I, it just, I don't know. I, I'm not going to waste a veto on it because honestly, it was like two spots above this for me. There's two songs I think oh, are worse than wow, that. Oh, okay. It.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because the Brosnan songs are overall very traditional. And it feels yeah, like they're yeah, really yeah. going for this is the Bond sound. Um, (laughs) And then they went completely the other direction with this last one, which, you know, could have been cool. It could have been, you know, like, let's try it. Let's switch it up. Let's try something new. Um, I just think it's a bad song. You know, the lyrics don't mean anything. (laughs) It's obnoxious (sighs) and annoying. And I I just don't. And I don't have enough love for the movie to like give it a boost because there are certain songs where my love for the movie gives a mediocre song a boost. And this is not one of those cases.
1: I will say too about this particular song is I I think you're right, Daniel. I think this is pastor prime. I think I was talking to my wife about this, like had this song, had they nabbed Madonna for, let's say like a late eighties, early nineties song and Mm -hmm. did it more in the stylings of something more moody, uh, like, you know, kind of the Craig bond type vibe. I think it could have gone over very well. And I think she has a voice that's really well suited to that, but she did kind of, I feel like hit her Zenith at about 94, 95 with a bedtime stories album. And I think then it started to kind of drop mm-hmm. off and she did that song for, I think it was a spy who shagged me. Maybe.
0: I don't oh, know if yeah. you remember that. Beautiful so, stranger, I like that. Song. Beautiful stranger, Yeah. And I
1: like that song. It's good. Uh, or maybe it was the first movie, but anyway, it's still around this kind of era, but I feel like maybe that was kind of uh, maybe why she did this. I don't, I don't really know, but I don't yeah. like this song. And
0: I, um, I, I this is most people's least fair bond song. I'm pretty sure. Like this oh, is, okay. I think the consensus pick on like, what's the worst bond song. And they always point, it doesn't help. That it's tied to a really bad bond movie. <laughs> like, it's or, it's movie fun, like, it's not I great. I mean, you know, it's a, uh... These two, the song and the movie, are both usually near the bottom. So. But I
1: will, say, I will say though, the song is so fitting for the time period. Like, oh yeah, can, can you imagine yeah. just going to like the mall in the early two thousands and just frosted tips and <laughs> just all bad, you know, bad fashion choices, yeah. and, uh, belly rings or whatever. She might
0: have been trying to keep up too with like Britney Spears and Shakira. Yeah, I think she kind of been replaced by them in the late nineties, early two thousands, and was trying totally. to like get back some steam. Because there's what is that song she has like a ballad from the early nineties. It's like could it, could it be a Bond song. It's like say goodbye or something. Oh
1: yeah, that's on bedtime Stories. I think they used it. Yeah, yeah, that was a big single. Say goodbye. I think is that's right. Yeah, yeah it's really soft. So she could have done it
0: much better than whatever this, this song is. Yeah, <laughs> <Like this laughs> that's what I mean. Gobbledygook yeah, it's, nonsense. Um, it's unfortunate. yeah, I'm I'm not going to fight you on this, Keith. You're going to veto this.
1: No, 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 no. It's not my <laughs> it's not my bottom, but it's what's funny too is after talking to my wife about it, we were just like, you know what? This does remind me of the era and it does make sense, but as a Bond song, not really, but it did jump up quite a bit for me. Uh, but I'm very okay with it being at the end here at the bottom. So I'm fine with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, okay. No controversy on that pick really. <laughs> so you had me so scared when you're like, I know Matt likes this song. And I was like, oh my God, what is
2: <laughs> Old finger.
0: Okay. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay. I guess I'm next. So I'm going to go with a song, I think it's the only song that I absolutely hate and cannot even stand to listen to of all these songs. I'm curious how you guys feel about it. I don't even feel like I hear it mentioned. Uh, I'm going to go with the this... <laughs> I'm nervous now. You guys are going to freak out. I'm going to go with All Time High from Octopussy by Rita Coolidge. Fine, Fine with me. <laughs> I can't even listen to this song. <laughs> I, I skip it every time it comes into the playlist. I'm like, nope, get out of here. All Time High. It is the most like limp, Saccharine, like it is just like <laughs> a snooze fest of a song. I hate it so much, it I got worse the more I listened to it. Um, I was like, Wow, I really hate this song! <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe it because it was like at first, it was almost like inoffensive, and then the more it kept coming up, I was like, Nope, I really hate this song. And uh, yeah, it is just a nothing burger of a theme song, I feel like. And it's just like this wimpy little ballad that. I just I can't stand it. I don't know why I hate it so much as I do. <laughs> like there's probably worse songs people will probably think, but it just really I just hate it. I don't even know. There's uh, yeah, that's I don't know how you guys feel about all time high, but this I, is where I had it actually too. Oh okay. um, yeah.
1: I I, I actually I, I have a I have a bunch of brackets on my notes and this one says doughy. Uh as in like <laughs> this is in the doughy period of the songs. Like I'm not as into this era kind of mm-hmm. as much i think once you get into the 80s especially it's pretty hit or miss for me and uh, yeah it just doesn't i mean i have no individual notes for this song that's how like <laughs> whatever i am about yeah. it i just yeah i have nothing to say about it It just doesn't really do
0: anything for me personally but um
1: it's not the worst i mean she's not a
0: bad vocalist by I, I any don't, means the vocals are like not my complaint, it's just everything else. It's just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a song I'd hear like as I'm at the dentist getting like a root canal or something. <laughs> like it's just this like sad. <laughs> I don't know. I just, he'll give me a lot of faces right now. You see. <laughs> so I, uh, face. I
2: live in Missouri. So my dentist is always playing country music. So, oh, like okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, this is, this is a song I think is okay. Um, I yeah. had it at 21. So not much higher. Yeah. I came in here expecting to be the Roger Moore defender. Cause I like that <laughs> era. And I, I, I overall like the, the themes of that era, but this is, I think the second worst of the Roger Moore songs. I think the thing that bumps this song up for me is you know how the Bond themes usually, not always, but usually get incorporated into the score. The theme of this theme incorporated into the score throughout Octopussy is beautiful. I think it is a gorgeous melody, instrumental with an orchestra uh, throughout the film. But yeah, the theme itself, it's very boring and it's, you know, it's an okay song. I'm not crazy about it. And um, yeah, I'm totally, I'm fine with this placement. Like I said, I think I actually had a Roger Moore movie our theme at this placement but a different one so we'll huh. see about getting there eventually
0: okay I'm curious now because uh okay so no one's gonna veto that right no, <laughs> no okay no. all right good that no was way. yeah that was my bottom. I'm glad it's close to the bottom because I don't like that song uh, so okay all-time high at 24 uh and Keith now it is your turn for number 23
1: yeah so <laughs> this is one I was telling you about Matt and oh, um, okay uh-huh. I just this is a Roger Moore theme so this might be the one that you're thinking of Daniel uh, I don't know what it is about this song because the first like 30 seconds the music is great and it totally fits the vibe but then the vocals come in and I have a real problem with the vocals uh, this is Lulu's uh, man with a golden gun I I just wrote not my fave as my note uh, I really dislike this song I think it's fun to make fun of I think it's so big, but in the wrong way. And I think, uh, I think she's doing a lot of interesting things with her vocals, but again, it doesn't really make sense in the bond context to me. The music is really great. I don't really appreciate like the wah guitar that's happening. It's a little (laughs) too funky for me. I don't know. But again, that, you know, that kind of ties in with Roger Moore's goofiness a little bit. I could see that being a little bit more playful and that makes sense, but I just don't, Care for that song at all, and so that would be my that was my bottom pick. Uh Yeah, I just it just doesn't do anything for me.
0: I think it's a pretty weak song. Daniel, your thoughts on Man with the Golden Gun by Lulu? Uh, this is
2: the worst Roger Moore theme. This is what I had at <laughs> second to last. Um, yeah, the thing that I hate about this song, I think, is that it's so completely not its own thing. It is a Bad derivative parody of Goldfinger. Yes, really. yes, kind yeah, kind of Thunderball too. Um, I think it, at first listen it might trick you into thinking, "Oh, this is like a typical Bond song, right?" But no, it is a bad parody. Um, Lulu's vocals are annoying. Yeah. Uh, the lyrics suck, and I also <laughs> I hate the very end of the movie when her vocals come back in and it's not a part of the original song but she sings like never fear james bond is here and she belts out as he's like making out with uh holly goodnight or mary goodnight um i whenever like i I was watching this movie pretty recently and like my wife's around in the background somewhere and when that vocals came at the very end i felt like embarrassment i was like this is bad like this is really corny bullshit Uh, yeah i don't like this song even though it's about. A Christopher Lee character Um, that's still not enough <laughs> to bump it up for me <sighs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah I, I'm anyway. with both of you this is great because we've now got my bottom three bond songs knocked out in the bottom three so wow. good job everybody it's <laughs> nice. amazing
3: we, exactly as I
0: want it to go so far Um, this is not a good song at all I uh, <laughs> I thought it was my worst but then I see I can all-time high is like it I hate it it annoys me I can't even think of anything from it at least I've caught myself walking around the house like singing nonsense this song like you know where I'm like like I'm singing the tune a little bit I'm making up words I can't remember the idea but it's like the little tune can kind of get stuck in your head but it's an ins- it's an insane song I feel like like I don't it just sounds like it was made by crazy people I don't like it's just weird I'm like is it disco is it like yeah funky I don't know what it's so weird um it's not good it's no. like I thought maybe the movie sometimes the movie might elevate the song no, not at all. Um, I feel bad. I want to like Man with the Golden Gun more as a movie. I don't. Um, the song doesn't help. Chris really uh, <laughs> deserved better. He did. He did. Chris Lee deserved better. And it's a cool concept. And like as a kid, I remember like playing the game. It was like, oh my God, the Golden Gun is this cool thing to get in Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. And the movie's like, kind of, just like, what the? It, the movie's weird too. So the song kind of goes along with the weird movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, not not great. Not a good song. I'm glad we're all in agreement that it's just a weird song that no one really
2: likes. like It's like the Austin Powers of the Bond themes because it's just yes. goofy oh parody. God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so, yeah, it's very strange. Uh, so, okay. I don't think anyone's going to fight anybody on Man with a Golden Gun. So I think we can safely move on to 22, which is Daniel's pick.
2: Okay. Th- I think we're going to get controversial here because a lot <laughs> of people love this song. Oh boy, okay. And oh boy. I don't understand it, even though it is sung by... Um, the daughter of my personal favorite vocalist of all time, uh, Nancy Sinatra's You only Live Twice. I think this is for me the all-time high of the bunch, like what it, for Matt, where like <laughs> I find it so dull. It is such a boring, slow, yes, mediocrely <laughs> sung song. Uh, interestingly enough, I heard that um, Nancy Sinatra could not get through this song on her own the whole way so it's kind of a patchwork of a bunch of different takes hmm. and, and it kind of shows for me in that like the vocals are so weak and so slow and boring and um and I don't like the movie at all it's probably my second uh third least this is my third least favorite Bond movie <laughs> in all honesty because it's so offensive and Sean Connery's sleepwalking through it and the song feels slept slept walked through I know a lot of people love this song so I don't want to bash it too much but I just don't like it
0: Keith, thoughts on you only Live twice?
1: <laughs> no, I have no issue with that. Actually, I'm I'm a a fan of Nancy Sinatra. Otherwise, I really think she has some really cool songs. I don't think she's like an amazing singer by any stretch. But I just I think the song is very okay. Uh, I, I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan. I agree, it's very slow. It's boring. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's it's <laughs> it's a very okay song for uh to to me personally a very okay
0: movie. Daniel, I want to high five you because that was my number 22 as well. Wow,
2: (laughs) We're so on the same page. I feel like (laughs) Blofeld.
0: It's like, it's all going according to plan
2: right
0: now. Yeah, it's kind of, I found it like less offensive than the past three songs, which is why I put it number Mm -hmm. 22. But again, like a limp noodle of a song, like there's nothing to it. Um, It's very sleepy. I was shocked. I can't remember if someone said they thought it was a great song or read. I try to avoid kind of reading. Like any kind of articles where they rank the songs. I want to be like influenced or kind of have an idea. But I think I read something where it was ranked very highly among Bond songs. And I was like, really? Like this song? <laughs> like it's kind of nothing. Like, you know, I I don't hate it, like, I hate it all-time high. I don't know why, but I just kind of think of it as like it's just there. I don't know. It's not, it's not great. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's just kind of eh. so yeah, I'm right with you on where it is. I just think it's it's not much of a, it's not much of a song really so um yeah I, i'm not gonna veto this a uh, Keith
1: <laughs> no I'm not either no i think i think it's good i had it a little higher just because i think there are some less bond feeling songs mm-hmm. kind of lower than that but i do I, i'm very okay with that being there as well
3: okay
0: yeah, yeah. i mean a song that no one came even to say anything about where I was like yeah it exists i don't know <laughs> like uh, <laughs> The funny thing is, if we move, I was looking at my list. I feel like the most contentious part of this draft is going to be the midsection. Yeah. I feel like I've got songs in there that could get pulled all the way to the end or all the way to the top that I'm kind of like, eh, about. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting in the middle. But uh, um, I agree. So, and I'll yeah. just
2: say, we are done with songs I don't like. I like oh, everything wow. else that's left on the table. I, okay,
0: cool. Yeah, I think I have a few more where I'm like, this is okay. But I don't hate anything else that exists. I just have varying degrees of like, I like this. I love this, you know? Yeah. So we've kind of, to me, we've kind of gotten rid of the worst bond songs. Honestly, this is, I, I agree. There might be some other ones that I'm like, this is fine. You guys might love it. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, but um, yeah, I think we're 22. You only with twice. Fancy Sinatra. We're all good on that. Um, so Keith, you have number 21.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so please don't. Let me hear me out. Hear me out.
0: God, <laughs> it's a good start. To...
1: Goldfinger. No, uh, no, okay. so, so no, 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 uh, no. So here's the thing. I I know this movie is kind of uh, I don't know not not everybody's cup of tea. I like it personally, uh, but I am picking Sam Smith's writing on the wall for Spectre uh, because I, I do feel that it kind of dawned on me today that it feels more like somebody that A I don't I'm not really big on his voice and B. It feels like he's just reading the music and singing a song like there's no feeling behind it. It's a performance and it's theatrical and it's big. Uh, And the music, the music itself is wonderful. I think the music is very lovely and it suits the movie perfectly. But I will say, I think it is a little similar to the Billie Eilish song that came after it. And I think she does it better. And I can feel what she's feeling when I hear that song and I see the movie, it, it complements each other. I think they complement each other. Whereas this, I just I just feel, it just feels disconnected to the story or to the Bond character in some way where it doesn't, it doesn't really live in that world for me. I don't know what it is. It, it just feels like they've got the music nailed down and then they just brought this guy in, like just whatever was popular, whoever's popular to come in and sing a song. And I just don't think it works for me ultimately. I just think it's just like, I don't know. I mean, this may be harsh, but it's just kind of a, you know, paycheck uh, for him in a way. I, I don't feel like it had any soul to it. Um, whereas, you know, I have griped about this before on the Goldeneye podcast where I think the Radiohead version of the specter song made way more sense. And I think it has a lot more um, yeah, just a lot more heart into what the, what the story is and it makes more sense to me. So I'm a little, a little miffed that uh, that Sam Smith got it. I, I just don't like this song very much, unfortunately. And uh, it's too bad because I, I do actually like this movie as much of a mess as it might be for some people, but uh, I do dig it. Um, but yeah, Sam Smith is my, is my choice here.
2: Sure. Well, and, and let me just say, Keith, I'm sure you just didn't know because you haven't heard about celebrity stuff, but uh, Sam Smith fairly recently came out as non-binary with they, them pronouns.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you.
2: Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, This is a song that um, I think I used to like more than I did. Uh, I liked it at the time. And this is around where I have it. I think it's totally fine. Um, I felt like at the time that the reason a lot of people weren't liking it is James Bond is such a um, masculine um, franchise that people tend to like either primarily female voices Mm -hmm. or um, more masculine men. And, you know, at the time, Sam Smith was not out. So everyone just knew him as a man. And I felt like people just didn't like it because he's going into falsetto and was like, Oh, this is a girly voice or something like that. But I I don't think that's the case anymore. And I think my main problem with this song is I felt like they learned the wrong lessons from, from Skyfall. And that I liked when James, when Daniel Craig Bond was like the rock bond and he had like two (laughs) rock songs and then they did Skyfall, which, you know, uh, spoilers for my feelings, which is awesome. And then they were like, okay, now we just need to do ballads. But the thing about Skyfall is it's a ballad until it's not. And then mm-hmm. it rocks out towards the mm-hmm. end. And this one never does. And I felt like it really had potential to, and it could have rocked out and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It stays fairly flat. Um, I do like Sam Smith's voice actually. And I, I think they do a really good job in it. But, um, and my, I do like Spectre, so it kind of elevates it. But I think it's an okay song. And this is around where I had it. So no problems from me. Um yeah, I it's a funny
0: because if if I'd done this ranking like and had not re-listened to any Bond songs, this probably would have been like at or very close to the bottom. Cause I just remembered going into Spectre and being very supportive of that song and the movie in general. But I've i up <laughs> the movie a little bit. But but the song really like I would like I don't know why. I just didn't. I think after following Skyfall was tough because I really like Skyfall, Mild spoiler, but it's like <laughs> yeah, most people like Skyfall, it's not that big a deal. But uh but yeah, following that too, I I was just like, I don't know, the song. Nothing stuck with it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, listening back to it, going through all these songs, um, I think, like, the musical arrangement is great. It feels this like really yeah. big, epic song. Um, his voice is good. I just, I think I have this whole thing through all the Bonds. That I kind of prefer a female vocal sing a Bond song. Um, they only have used guys, like, a handful of times. Usually they get female singers. Um, so, I mean, that might have been part of it. I, I don't know. Um, like, but he uh, sorry they uh they uh Sam Smith like I don't I just didn't know who he was I was like who is this guy why, why did he get a Bond song <laughs> you know um there's this whole thing so um yeah listening to it now it's only a few spots higher on my list um it's kind of one of those songs that falls into the it's okay inoffensive category for me where but I have warmed up to it more than when I first started listening to songs I was like ah right in the walls like yeah whatever and um <laughs> but it's such a it's such a good song like it's so well made you know what I mean it just uh it doesn't stick with me like a lot of the other Bond songs. I think is part of the problem. So, um, I mean, I won't veto it because, yeah, like I said, I only had a few, a few spots higher. So, I will. I finally be at twenty-one. So, um, yeah,
1: and their range is there for sure. It's just personal preference, I think. Overall, yeah. I mean, I, I think of, it's better suited in another style. Personally, for had such me. a
2: tough act to follow. Too. I know. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One of the so best tough. vocalists of the so yeah,
1: twenty first century.
0: It's like all right, well, <laughs> um, luck. Yeah, I, I also wish I'd used that radiohead song. Like that also bumps me out too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I
1: just think it suits the film. I don't I don't know. I, I love it, but <laughs> the string arrangement's great in it. Well do. I Madonna's- gotta say
2: though, oh yeah. <laughs> I like this better than the Radiohead song. I actually oh, hadn't wow. heard it until oh, you mentioned okay. it on the la- that last Bond episode. I listened to it and I'm like, nah, I I I like the one they went with better Fair actually. Enough. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. I mean, this, pick. A,
0: <laughs> this all comes down to personal preference i mean it would have been yeah. with the movies like what who's your favorite bond with like bond songs like what kind of music do you like who do you like singing the songs do you like the more rock bond do you like like big brassy you know female vocalist bond like it's all kind of you know personal preference so uh totally makes sense i don't want to waste a video moving it up? I don't care about it that much, so um, I think we're good on that one at 21. Writing on the wall, uh, sansman Spectre, uh, and I'm up next. I don't keep being surprised that I'm up next, but I, so, um, okay, so now we're at 20. Uh, this may be controversial. <laughs> we, keep we keep saying keep that. Saying no one, never who knows? Is. <laughs> it never is so far. It's been like completely, um, okay, by someone who is a great. Bond singer has sung the most Bond theme songs I'm gonna go at number 20 Shirley Bassey's Moonraker which I think is a very pretty song it's very pretty but it's like again kind of in that this is fine I don't think much of it category and for her it's like she's had some amazing Bond songs it's like Moonraker comes in last it's like Moonraker is kind of like a you know, a nothing of a song. I feel like it's kind of it's again very pretty, but it's just not one that ever it never gets like a second gear for me. I want to like mm. I want to like get bigger, and it never kind of gets there. It kind of just like stays this kind of like sleepy, like lullaby almost. You know, it's it's interesting, but um, not a bad song but any I means. She's not bad singing it. It's just very sleepy and not there's no meat to it for me. It needs more. Like I wish I had like an extra like. Oomph at the end, like get a crescendo, do something, you know, just kind of does nothing for me. So Moonraker 20. That's yeah. Anybody have Daniel have thoughts on that? I have Daniel's face right now.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the first one I kind of feel like ejecting. Um oh, and okay. one of the reasons for it is I perhaps more controversially would have chosen a different Shirley Bassey oh, wow. um, for my next pick. <laughs> but now shocking. I'm like I don't really want two Shirley Bassey's near the bottom. I think Moonraker, I I understand like the second gear thing you said, but I just think it is beautiful. It's a beautiful song all the way through. I think the lyrics are lovely. Her voice is gorgeous. Um, It like, you know, the theme for Moonraker should almost make you feel like you're floating in anti-gravity or something. (laughs) And I feel like this song accomplishes that. And, um, you know, I, it's not it's not like near the top for me or anything, which is why, like, I feel like I should save my ejections for uh, for songs that I have near the top that somebody crazily puts lower. But <laughs> it's for a mid range song, um, the, I think the only reason I would really eject it is to make sure, you know, we've got a Shirley Bassey towards the bottom, in the middle and towards the top, as I feel like it'll probably go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I'm going to leave it. But it's a beautiful <laughs> song and I love it
0: yes very beautiful very pretty just i it does nothing for me i think it's just not my style music at all like i want like a little more like something to rock in there a little bit you know sure, it's just you. very you know very nice little bow you hear at, like a fancy dinner or something i don't know it's just like i don't know it's just it's yeah i i can't argue with anything you said and um i don't know i don't know i i'm looking now i'm looking at other songs i'm like is it worse? I don't want to question myself,
2: but, but uh, on yourself, a... Matt. I don't Vito, know. Yeah, Vito.
0: Vito. <laughs> <laughs> I blow up myself. And <laughs> I was going to say thank yeah, <laughs> and then my own pit. <laughs> no, no. I mean, um, I don't know, Keith. What do you think about the breaker?
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm actually with Daniel on this one. I think it's a very beautiful song. Uh, it, it is actually a lot higher on my list uh, oh. by a, by a few spots. Uh, And it wasn't that way until I re-listened to it today before we started. And I was like, oh, no, actually, this is really, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I might have had uh, Bond theme fatigue uh, (laughs) because I was just kind of playing the playlist over and over and over at work. Uh, But I actually really like it. I think it's a really pretty song. I think that there are definitely other songs that would maybe make more sense lower, but I'm not going to use the ejector seat because like Daniel said, I think... I think it's going to get a lot more contentious once we, once we start getting more towards the (laughs) top. You got bigger fish
0: to fry as it comes up.
1: (laughs) I do. I do. This is
0: the trick about when they do the draft. It's like people want to hold their vetoes and then sometimes that can backfire, but you don't want to put a veto on like the 20th pick, you know, when you might have to spend them up top. Uh, This is what I did think would be like kind of controversial. And we said it a lot, but I really thought this one might be because she's beloved. I felt like I did hear the song come up amongst like beloved bond songs but I'm like it doesn't do anything for me um so I, are we leaving it at 20 then it sounds like everyone painfully is leaving it at 20 we're leaving it, it. we're leaving it, all right yeah. guys I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I had to do this to Moonraker <laughs> um okay uh
2: number 19 we are back around to Daniel Okay. Um, so like I said, there there is one Shirley Bassey theme I'm much less enamored with uh, and actually had a little bit lower than 19, but I'm not going to play it. And I'm not going to play it because Shirley Bassey is the queen of Bond themes. I don't yep. want her to have two at the bottom. Uh, and it's a song that a lot of people love just because I'm less enamored with it. Big deal. Um, I'm actually going to go with what's actually my number 19, which is Matt Monroe's from Russia with Love, mm-hmm. which is, you know, totally it's a it's a lovely song uh i think the thing that holds it back is a couple of things one matt monroe is kind of a boring vocalist um there's not a lot of he does not a lot interesting stylization there and it's not in an opening credits you know it's just at the end and it sounds lovely towards the end and the john barry's instrumental version in the opening credits Mm -hmm. is awesome but we're not talking about the instrumental version here so we can't take that too much into account and um it's just a fine song. It's pretty. Uh, Matt Monroe is technically good. He's just a little bit dull. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to play that at 19. I can live with that. <laughs> That's exactly it was, <laughs> I would.
1: It was yeah. weird is I, I was actually uncertain because this one toggled back and forth because I love the movie so much. Yeah. It, 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 it the, the song unfortunately doesn't live up to how good the film is. And so that actually is a bit of a mark against it for me. I agree. I think it's, it's, fine and i do appreciate the instrumental uh much more than i do the vocal version i think it's actually kind of maybe forgettable a little bit and in and, and the way that it just doesn't really stick out to me as much so I'm, I'm totally cool with this here i i think um you know we're getting more out of the out of the very bottom bottom rung stuff here so i i think i think it fits there i'm, I'm good with that personally
0: yeah i'm the same way again only maybe I think it was a spot or two higher on my list. It's, uh, I don't love his voice, uh, for, but I think it's a, it's again, it I'm really in my inoffensive song area of my list right now where I'm just like, <laughs> this doesn't bother me that much. I did not like the song much at all. When I started doing all, listen to all these bomb theme songs. And it, I kind of warmed up to it. I don't really know how I think he has won me over. Um, but it's, you know, it's not, it's not the great, it's not that great or it's not that <laughs> what am I trying to say? It's not the best. It's not the worst. it's, it's fine it's fine <laughs> and the, i was gonna mention this too you kind of brought this up but like the great thing about this too is like these songs the movie quality has no bearing on the songs i mean it's like mm-hmm. we don't have to get into that at all if you hate the movie you could love the theme song i'm trying to look at it i have one example where i hate the movie and love the theme song um so i love that we don't have to get into that at all that discussion <laughs> but um it's of love is a i think it's a pretty great bond movie it's not in my it's not my top top tier but um I think it's really good. And the song is, you know, it's fine. So I'm not gonna, again, only a couple spots are, I won't waste a veto on it. Um,
2: Anything like that. So I think one thing that makes me think I like the song more than I do is there's a part <laughs> in on her Majesty's secret service right after he's quit the, the service um, where he's like going through his desk and he picks up like gadgets from previous movies and the theme song from like each movie kicks in and he picks up the, I think it's like the watch from Russia with love and instrumental version of that song kicks in. And I'm like, Oh, hell yeah. From Russia with love. This is so cool that we're getting this Easter egg in here. And it sounds so pretty. Um, but it's not, that's, that's not quite enough to get it too high.
0: yeah totally i think fair. i think we're moving toward the songs we're all gonna start feeling really passionately about because i'm looking at my <laughs> list now and i'm like okay now now it's some um, that i'm like okay i kind of want to fight for this one um so i guess we will we for much love matt Romero will stay at 19 yep. uh and no one's gonna fight over that so we're on to 18 and this is back to keith's pick
1: yeah i'm gonna go with a little uh little song by gladys knight called license to kill mm. um <laughs> So here's the thing though. So when I think of a James Bond theme, and this is why the Madonna song really is at the bottom of the barrel, is, is there's like no brass to it at all. Uh if I recall this correctly. Um, so to me it just sounds like another RB song with the line of a Bond movie as the as the as the chorus. And uh I don't know, Matt, are you okay? You, you all right? I'm gonna let you finish. I'm okay. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> Um, I just don't find anything terribly distinguishing about it. I think Gladys Knight has better songs anyway. Uh, but as a bond theme, I think it's just very fine, but I, I don't, it's not one that sticks in my head for whatever reason. It, I just think it's a very okay song and it, it lacks some of the signature moves that would be for me personally. in uh, what, what I think constitutes as a bond theme, Daniel, you want to get, you could veto me. I okay, want to
2: hear so, Daniel's thoughts first before I do so anything. <laughs> A peek behind the curtain. Um, Uh, I was actually going to drink a vodka martini on here, but we did a lot of scheduling things and change things around and we're recording in the morning. So I'm actually drinking lemon water. (laughs) (laughs) But when Keith said License to Kill by Gladys Knight, I was like, holy shit, I need a drink. (laughs) Where is the vodka? I need to calm myself down. No, Uh, No, I'm writing. I'm I'm writing in my Ashton Martin with this song and I'm ejecting it out of this spot. (laughs) Yes. Decker (laughs) seat (laughs) use.
1: I'm sorry. License to Kill is saved. (laughs) And I'll talk about it later. (laughs) And oh, I don't know if God. I don't know if the like, that's a movie I haven't seen. So I don't know if the movie has any bearing on how you feel about the song either. You know what that's I mean? Because that does oh, because because yeah, sure. some of them do for me kind of are emphasized by that, you know, how my love for the movie. So I, I, I get it if that is the case. And so I'm sorry to have offended everyone. <laughs> um, but uh, it's okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> You're doing the right thing. That was. Uh, oh, okay. I, I should say I didn't. We didn't specify veto order. I mean, you were
1: like make... laughing down there, Matt. I you were just...
0: <laughs> It was a, a laugh of disbelief. <laughs> Stunned. Sorry. I will say. I will say that the movie has no bearing Me liking the song because yeah. I've only seen Lights to Kill like once in my life as a kid when I was renting the Bond movies. Uh, I'd forgotten the song completely until I was going through all this playlist and rediscovered it. I'll save my thoughts on it for later too, but, um, no, the movie has no bearing on the song for me. It's okay, completely okay. separated. Um, right on. I think for veto order, I'm just going to pull like a host power move here because I, I didn't get to pick what I wanted and I had the least picks. I think I'm going to be last in the veto order. So that was good that you went first, Daniel. Um, so let's say if, Keith, if Daniel's pick Keith, you go first, if you don't want a veto, then it goes to me. Okay. You you pick the veto and then I go. So, um, cool. It's Jeez, only okay, host power bam. move. I'll pull. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, I was about to pull Vito so hard. I was like, "Oh my god, we have got to stop." This. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Um, I had a feeling well,
1: I was going to stir the pot with that one actually, to be perfectly that honest. That we
0: right. finally it was finally truly controversial.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. All that's right. fine. So what's your backup pick, crazy?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Sheena Eastons for your eyes only. I think it's very so-so. <laughs> Daniel.
0: Daniel, you okay? <laughs> I just it's a nice song. It's a I nice song. I wish this was a visual medium, but- <laughs> So bad. (laughs)
1: it's a nice song and it actually ends up a little higher on my list. It's, it's a nice song. (laughs) I just, again, it's got a little of that sexy vibe to it. Look, I didn't put it at the very bottom. Okay. Uh, It's just not, it's just not my, when I think of bond songs, that's like not what I want to hear from a bond song, like straight up. (laughs) Uh, It's fine. It's very fine for me. Uh, That's, that's, all I have to say about it I just think it's very so-so so
2: I didn't like pass out we're on spot 18 right <laughs> this is 18 yeah yes. okay eject <laughs> Jesus Christ that's all my I really wow. regret rejecting license wow. to now
0: I had no wow. idea something like that was gonna happen uh, I would have stopped that one the funny thing is I was gonna tell you Daniel I was like I will say this I have for your eyes only in this spot too funny enough this was my Thank next you. pick up but I would but I so I wouldn't have vetoed it so you have to veto it no matter what if you wanted to save it so I would have I would have said, Daniel, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to do it. So you got to do it. So Daniel has no more vetoes. He just <laughs> used both ejector seats, songs. Wow. This is wow. Things, things have changed very quickly. in this track. <laughs> Well, what's funny is I like really oh. enjoy R&B music. So it's <laughs> just like, but it just like,
1: doesn't, for oh. me, I have a harder time with it in, I don't know, for whatever reason, I, it just, it's just not, it just doesn't do it for me.
0: Uh, um, well, man, Heath, I'm like,
1: try it. For third I am, <laughs> Third times a charm. The guy in the band is striking out hard. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh. Well, <sighs> um, oh, let's see if I can get one out of Matt here. Uh, oh, I am gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear, I mean, these are my honest to God picks. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, so I, this is one that was actually pretty low for me, and it's not a knock on the band at all because I'm actually a I'm I'm a fan of the band oh, uh, quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, but I'm actually going to pick uh, "View to Kill" by
0: Duran
2: Duran. God damn it! <laughs> Look, uh, okay. I think what there's we're a really better one out here. Is that Keith and I have extremely different music <laughs> Um and that's good to know. I didn't. Know no, that no, no. I mean, in, so. yeah, it's fine.
1: I mean, that's what oh. makes this fun uh, for me. Uh, <sighs> fun. No, here's the thing. I think there's a there's a song in that era that is better than that. Uh, that I think goes higher for me personally. I think it nails more of the Bond cues. This sounds like Duran Duran doing a Duran Duran song, but with like the stabs of GoldenEye on N64 here and there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how well, to describe Goldeneye, it. Before GoldenEye, we should note. Yeah, pre, pre-Goldeneye, pre obviously. Right. But, like, I think it's a really good Roger Moore send-off song. I think it's a fine song. I think it's a really fun pop song. But it, again, it just doesn't like quite... I don't know if you guys are like... It's only up to me me, because Daniel has (laughs) vetoes.
0: This is tough. God damn it. That's why I'm I was sorry. like, I don't know what I, if you said. It banned. I immediately, I'm just going to keep them. pissing you guys off if we keep getting vetoed here. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't this know. Things change so quickly. From <laughs> we're getting everyone's getting along. It's not contentious at all. Nothing's controversial. And then it's like Daniel's blown all his vetoes on to stop Keith at 18. And I, I would and, have
2: blown three if I had. Hold them. on. You, hold on. Hold on. Still friends.
0: Still friends. We're always still, still friends. Cool? All right, okay. Okay. This, friends. Is what I, I, this is a friendly competition. Um, I, uh, I, yeah. Music I don't know. preference is very personal. Music tastes very personal. I understand it is, um, and
1: and it's it's just hard because I actually really like pretty much all of these artists as oh. you know, like regular <laughs> artists. Like Duran Duran is a great '80s band. I think they're wonderful, and into the '90s, there's some of my favorite songs are by them. But I just I just don't love it. And again, this might be a thing where I could be influenced or swayed had I seen the movie. But as a song and what I think embodies Bond, I don't. I it just doesn't. It just doesn't quite reach it reach what i'm looking for personally oh, that's man. all i'm
0: gonna say i i am so torn right now okay because Vito <sighs> kill again a song i don't connect to the movie because i only saw Vito kill like once yeah. um this song was like a rediscovery on this list it was like oh Vito kill is super catchy i love how it comes in um with that oh man it's just so it catchy. Is catchy it is a very it's, catchy song <laughs> it is not like a typical bond song at all i'll give you that no i'll give you that no. um i was kind of blown away at like Wow, they really tried to MTV the hell out of Bond '85 because it's like <laughs> it's like let's get a cool Duran Duran song. We've got cool villains. Roger Moore's like almost sixty years old, but everything else is cool and young around him. <laughs> like the Duran Duran song also doesn't fit a fifty-eight-year-old Roger Moore Bond movie at this point. Like those things shouldn't be together. He's probably like, yeah, what's a Duran Duran? Um, it's like, <laughs> um, goddamn, I'm, because oh man, I'm so, it's not. It's higher. But I'm like, do I burn a veto right now? Plus, I don't, I'm know, just what do. I I don't know what you're gonna hiding behind
1: my windscreen. I don't know what
0: you're going to do if I veto this. Uh, it could be worse. You know what I mean? You could pick mm-hmm. something that I like even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good chance of that. <laughs> I'll be honest. Really we're good get, chance. We're getting into the, the territory where I, I'm really like. Let me look at this. Let me look at this Into everything are, else. There are five songs I'm looking at right now that I'd love to put in the spot.
2: But I don't <sighs> know if you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy this with list any of is the truly five. dancing into the fire. <laughs> oh, so wow. catchy. Uh,
0: that little that little part too. Oh, um, oh man. Oh God, Matt. Wait, no, I'm going to put... tell you right now. <laughs> what do I do here?
1: I'm going to tell you right now. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do right. it because I think I'm going to piss everyone off even He's more. Playing
0: mind
2: games. No, dude, I I, no, I believe so. him. I, 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 I think... don't
0: think so. I know I, Matt and
1: I have a fairly similar music tastes in in certain areas, and I think that. He's going to want
0: to listen to me here, hmm. but just, six, to guess, just to guess. Just guess. I'm not trying to influence songs you on ahead of this, this that, to get to we or kill. Um, but you can, I, and you can. You test just those told waters. you played your hand on one thing. I know you're not going to play ahead of it. You mentioned a band around the same time, so I know you, Okay, I'm really trying to logic this out. <laughs> oh god. i swear
1: to god i'm not trying to like drop no, you no, I will say this it's you not guys. my style this
0: is maybe me being too nice and honest i'm not trying to play any gamesmanship with it where i'm not trying to draw yeah yeah it's anybody. not my that's not my it's not yeah. my thing like no, i'm not trying to do no. that um if i was playing with like all like a bunch of strangers i might do it but not you guys <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like this is my honest ranking um oh man ah. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have to let it sit at 18 and it kills me to do it
2: yeah, I would have really brought the house down with the next pick, I think. so. Well, a well, couple more spots and you'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sorry. I, I mean, let me, let me just talk about the song a little bit. I mean, I love this song. <laughs> I think it's one of the best examples of rock Bond. Mm-hmm. I think I always say like one of, usually my favorite Bond themes are it, it, it has to answer the question. Does it make me want to run around my house doing like putting my hands into finger guns and like pretending to shoot stuff? and like, <laughs> oh yeah, secret agent stuff. And this is one of the top ones for that. Um, the only thing about it is the, the song doesn't fit the bond because Roger right. Moore is really old in this movie. And this is like young, hip, hot bond. And honestly, Timothy Dalton should have been Bond mm-hmm. in A View to a Kill. Uh, this absolutely should have been Timothy Dalton's first outing. And I think the song would be even better if we're associating it with young, hot, cool, violent Timothy Dalton.
1: Agreed. Yeah.
2: It's a, it's such a fun song. It's got just a rock and beat. The lyrics are cool. Mm-hmm. And so we dance into the fire. It's awesome. I, I I love the song. I think it is heartbreaking how low <laughs> it is. Cause it's, I, I mean, I might as well say it's my number six. So it's oh, oh, wow. to my number five.
1: I'm sorry. I regret
2: vetoing "License to Kill," honestly, because like I love that song, but you just have been setting things on fire ever since.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing, too. I will Um, say, I don't hate. I like after the first, like the bottom three. I don't hate any of these songs. That's the thing. I've redone this list like five or six times, and none of it's fair, like at <laughs> all. Like, I'm just
0: like, this is fucking horrible. It's like picking 22 children that you, <laughs> yeah. Like which ones you
1: you know, I, so I feel uh. bad that I, you know, it's lower than, you know, maybe you guys would like, but I, I, and like I said, I like the song. It's just, it's just hard for me to justify when you have such a like banger top 10. And I want to like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's so many great songs that could be in it that is, top 10.
0: So I'm yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: I can't be too mad cuz I have some controversial picks here too, you know? Like I right, have some right. that are going to make people upset. So we all have those.
0: This is uh yeah, I mean, I had a number 11, a Kill. Uh so and it probably could have gone higher if I kept listening to it because it, it was almost it's like, a, it's so like, God, the way yeah. that it like, almost like falls into that chorus, like the dance in the fire part. It's like, it's mm-hmm. song you just want to like shake your entire body to I feel like. <laughs> like, it's so catchy. I, I like to laugh at the idea that they had the song ready for a younger new bond. And they were like, shit, we're still having Roger Moore. <laughs> It feels like they were like, we got a hot new song from Duran Duran. We got uh, Grace Jones versus walking villains. It's all going to be hip. And then, Oh, Roger Moore's back. Great. Uh, it's like, he's almost 60 years old now. Um, but yeah, I, uh, oh, man. Yeah. I really like it. I don't know. It, it, I'm sad I sit there, but I'm worried now what will happen farther up. So I got to save these vetoes. I only have two and uh, yeah, I try to save one for the very top. So that's the other thing. So I really only feel like I have one veto. <laughs> so, Oh boy. Okay. Well, that was a wild section. So that was. I'm all Dang, worked
1: you'll... up. I'm sorry. It's I feel okay. so bad.
0: You're all worked up. <laughs> <laughs> vetoes twice to get there. Um, <laughs> All right, Daniel, number, number 17.
2: Okay, uh, so earlier I held a, a, a song back to be nice, but the gloves are off. Oh, um, wow. So at number nine, wait, number 17, 17,
0: right? 17, yeah.
2: 17, I'm doing Diamonds Are Forever by Shirley Bassey. Oh. It is a it is a fine song. It's pretty. <laughs> Shirley Bassey is a lovely voice. I think the main thing I don't like about this song are the lyrics. I do not like the lyrics because it's all just like, boy, I sure do like diamonds. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Well, really I mean, for a Bond know. theme, like who gives a shit? I you're don't know. Forever. Uh, no. <laughs> it's like you know, putting diamonds are a girl's best friend as a Bond theme, like that works fine. A gentleman prefer blondes, but I don't know about a Bond movie. Uh, it, and that's really what it comes down to for me is like I don't like the lyrics, and when I listen to it, I kind of roll my eyes. So I don't really like, and I hate the movie. Uh, it is my second <laughs> oh, to least yeah. favorite Bond movie, and that kind of you know kills it too. It's a bad uh, Bond
0: movie. Did ejector you, Keith,
2: seat. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there <laughs> it's we like you go before me, keep.
0: Oh, God. Thank you, Keith.
1: Sorry. I, I can't. I can't.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> number 17. In that case, I am going to do Billie Eilish's No Time to Die. Eject your seat. <gasps> Wait, are, are you
0: serious?
1: You, yeah, I'm totally serious. Wow,
2: wow and okay. me, Keith, we you are both at the
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's vetoes are gone except for me in the span of two I'm kids. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is amazing
2: this is sorry
0: amazing what's happening right now nobody can stop anything from now on by the way no <laughs> just want everyone to think about except that you can't you. stop anything else except me i really am becoming blowfeld now
2: this uh, <laughs> like a super villain, all the power um, yeah i mean okay I, yeah i don't know I, yeah no i'm gonna stick with it <laughs> this is okay. crazy oh man. okay i'm um, thinking hard all right i'm gonna do one that i actually i don't think this is gonna be super controversial good song i, I like it i like <laughs> this song and i think i imagine you guys do too but um you know, it's my third choice. And, uh, I'm going to go with Cheryl Crow's Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. Which Thank is a good God. song. Yeah. It's a good song. Look- it's it a good, song. good Bond theme. I like her, the way she belts it out. I like the instruments. Um, I know a lot of people like, uh, Surrender better as a Bond theme. I don't know if I'm in that camp. I don't feel strongly about it, but I, I, you know, both, I think both songs are solid. Good. And, um, this is a movie that, uh, I'm, I, I I think it's also fine. I'm not enamored with it. So the movie mm-hmm. doesn't do anything to bump it up for me necessarily. And uh, yeah, good song. That's about all I got.
1: <laughs> I, this one grew on me. I, I think after yeah. talking with Matt, actually uh, on the Goldeneye episode, I was kind of, I'm not a big Cheryl Crow fan, uh, but this song definitely, I agree the way she belts it out is like really satisfying where her voice almost kind of breaks a little bit, but it she hangs on there, you know? Um, they're really nice, like little bond flourishes. I, I think it's a very fine song. And I think the positioning is, is, is spot on. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think that's a good choice.
0: Yes. I'm finally happy with something that's, <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> like perfect, perfect placement. Cause I only had it like two spots higher. Uh, I warmed up to it too, because I think I bagged on it pretty hard in our golden eye podcast. <laughs> like I, I think you did. I did. I ripped <laughs> on pretty hard. I felt kind of bad because I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh shit, it's not that bad a song. <laughs> like one of those times where I really had to like eat my words because I think our friend Mark Warner is a fan of this song. He really gave me shit about it. Um, I think my Scott my I like it. I can't remember, but I know a couple people were like, Matt, what the f-? Rise is a great song. And I'm like, eh, it's all right. Uh, I listened <laughs> to it. It is better than I thought initially. Um, it moved way up when I thought it would be. Um, but no, this is Fine here. This is perfect.
2: So I do like when she sings "Martinis, Girls and Guns." I'm like, no, oh, yeah, cool Bond <laughs> lyrics. Maybe good. a little yeah. too on the nose, but I dig it.
0: Um. So yes, I think we can all agree on that. I'm mean, the only can do anything about it anyway. So it's
2: it's like I mean, I'm, on the, I'm the only you know. one who can't really agree with that because it was my third choice for this right. place. So. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Oh, oh, it's back to me. Okay, so I can do whatever I want here, basically. Yeah, yeah, saying? go nuts. Um. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna. I mean, I think it's a pretty neutral song. I'm i going to go with John Barry's Honor Magic Secret Service theme song, The Instrumental. <laughs> I okay. mean, it just seems neutral to me. It's like, yeah. it's, I have it right in the middle. You know, I don't hate it. It's just instrumental. It's an instrumental theme. It doesn't really stick for me. It's a very good mm-hmm. theme, but I'm not much an instrumental guy. i rather have a song with some lyrics. I don't know. So I'm just, I was just like, right in the middle. There you go. Song. I don't want to do with you. So <laughs> um, Totally fine
2: with this. No problems. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a really good it's theme. very
2: cool. Um, yeah. and it's you know I you know we we just have like a, a soft spot for the traditional Bond theme with the lyrics and yeah. the vocalist. Yeah. Um, and because like it doesn't um doesn't fit with everything else, but it's a it's a damn good piece of music for sure.
0: Yeah, I uh, so yeah, again, nothing against it. I just want a traditional theme. I think it's the problem. <laughs> so okay, wow, we're kind of we're back into the peaceful, non-confrontational <laughs> part of the track. <laughs> we've we've said a little bit um, maybe maybe that was a very we'll it, might be a, it might be a very yeah. brief piece um, <laughs> um so yeah i think if i have this right i'm back to daniel again at
2: 15 okay at 15 i'm gonna put diamonds are forever by Shirley <laughs> the lyrics are dumb <laughs> <laughs> oh boy caress, hold up those diamonds and caress them <laughs> uh, them i think is in there too yeah. This was another grower for me,
1: honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about it, Matt, but.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, I
1: should I I save my words or should I?
0: No, no. You're Okay, I I love this song. Um, I do, too. Yeah, it'd be much, much, much higher in my (laughs) list. The hook is amazing. It's I I, I may be I may be up uh, putting this song up too much because I love. The way Kanye West sampled it on Diamonds from Sierra Leone, <laughs> it's like mm. one of my favorite samples of a song ever. He uses it amazingly. Um, so, like the hook of the the Diamonds of Reverend comes in, I think, is amazing. I love her voice. Um, I'm gonna have to use a veto, just a normal veto. Oh not, wow! Not ejector CD, wow. not blow in you. I gotta, I gotta push it a little higher at least. I mean, so
1: all right. I know what's next then?
0: <laughs> uh,
2: Billie Eilish's No Time to Die. Man,
1: sorry, which Gita, is a. Um...
2: <laughs> which is a slow, slow song. And when I first heard it, I was not enamored with it at all because like, Mm -hmm. just like um, Sam Smith had taken or whoever wrote the song really, um, took uh, Spectre, Spectre? Yes, no, uh, Skyfall. And basically like, oh, let's Ah. take that, but make it slower. Billie Eilish is like, okay, let's take the Sam Smith one, but make it even slower. So it's the most (laughs) ballad of all the Bond themes. I don't think it fits the tone of the movie because despite having a melancholy ending, uh, the movie is incredibly fun and high energy and has incredible action. To have just this dreary watching the rainfall from your window while you're sad theme song. It just seems like, what, are, why, why are we doing this? I don't understand. When I heard it in the theater with the speakers blaring, with the, the very good visuals for the opening credits, I was like, okay, this is better at least. But um, it still ranks pretty low for me uh, because I, I just think it's dreary. And I just don't really want a dreary song for this movie. Heath?
1: yeah Uh, so yeah i felt the same way actually initially upon hearing it and this is one of those instances where i felt like it really embodied the movie to me perfectly uh in a way that yeah i get i get what you're saying it is very slow uh but i feel like if you're in the in the right mindset for it it hits kind of perfectly i think it's nice not to give any spoilers away but it for the ending of the film i think it's just like kind of the perfect one two punch for me personally. Uh, I really gravitate towards kind of more moodier music in general, and I feel like I don't know. Yeah, the the Sam Smith comparisons fair. I I feel like the chorus is incredibly similar to uh, Sam Smith's song. To where, I, I yeah I don't know. I just think that she does it better, and uh, I th- I think it's a little bit more fitting. I I get it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I had this kind of this was in my top 10 actually. And it's weird because I wasn't expecting it to move up so much, but uh, cause I think she's like a fine artist. I, I, I like her fine. Uh, but the, I don't know what it is. I think it just, it kind of hits me. And, and when I think, when I hear it, it kind of gets me welling up uh, thinking about the movie and I it, like legitimately welling up. And I, I don't know, none of the songs on here do that for me. There's no emotional connection, but for whatever reason, this one just like kind of hits me in the gut a little bit, but I'm totally fine with with it lower i mean at least it's not in the 20s so I'm, I'm good with it i'm good with it here for sure i mean obviously there's nothing i can do about it but regardless <laughs> i think it's a fine placement i do yeah
2: you know i i respect that you can't you know choose what you're emotional about i will say though when it comes to the emotional parts of no time to die this is not the song that i associate with those because of callbacks to earlier movies oh, sure. um, yeah i i associate a different song with this movie way more than this song Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah. Understandable. Um, no time to die was definitely a grower for me because I it was a song that I think came out way before the movie because the movie got delayed mm-hmm. what three times. Um. So I heard it and I was like, that's not a very good Bond theme song, is what I thought. It reminded I was having flashbacks to writings on the wall. I felt like it was very yeah. similar to that song, um, and I didn't like that much either. So I but the more I listened to it, and I think seeing it in the movie just did help for some reason. I don't know. I I it grew on me a lot. It jumped up, but it is still kind of fifteen is like right around where I had it. I think. No, I just deleted it, but I had like only a spot or two, like right here, right, right, right here. So I, I think it's a good spot for it. I think it's a song. It does get better the more you listen to it. Cause at first it sounds very really like sleepy, like, you know, you're looking at a window crying type, <laughs> type of song, but <laughs> I like her voice. Uh I like the music in it. Um I think it's, yeah, I think it's a good song. that will probably only, I'll probably like it better as time goes on too. So, <laughs> okay. So I will probably do a recap right now. Cause that was 15 and and just kind of go back through what we've done already (laughs) so um back to 25 uh die another day uh 24 all time high 23 the man with the golden gun 22 you only live twice uh 21 writings on the wall uh 20 moonraker 19 from russia with love 18 view to a kill 17 i know that hurts uh (laughs) (laughs) hurts me too 17 uh tomorrow never dies uh 16 the on her Majesty's secret service theme song and 15 no time to die so that's where we are so far um and i guess we can keep going unless anyone needs an intermission or anything we're good i'm
1: good <laughs> oh, I'm personally good. yeah okay okay keep oh, yeah. pushing through Just Keep um, suffering
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> glutton for punishment
0: uh, oh boy all right keith we're uh, we're back to you now yeah at here we number are 14 <laughs> here we are here we are again yes
1: i stand i stand by my uh gladys knight license to kill i, I just without that oh. brass man it just doesn't do it for me i'm sorry sticking with it
0: man i would have let diamonds here forever sit if i knew this was gonna happen <laughs> um man i can't i oh i can't use the Blofeld now it's only 14 <laughs>
2: Um, post, uh, well, I, yeah. Matt's at a loss for words. So I'll to, <laughs> talk about it a little bit. It's The movie doesn't really factor into this song for me because I don't actually think mm. the song fits the movie very well. Right, yeah. Because the movie is very much the 80s action movie, Bond mm-hmm. movie. It's like the Schwarzenegger Commando Bond movie. <laughs> and that's not the, what this song is at all. This is much more like a Roger Moore era Bond mm. song, but in a really, really good way. Um, I, I love the lyrics. Just when she belts out License to Kill, it's so cool. This is a song that makes me want to, walk around with finger gun, secret agent, holding a martini <laughs> glass. It just got that perfect bond sound to it, I think. And um, I, I think it's lovely. It's my number nine. So I'm not horribly offended by this. And that's why I actually really regret um, <laughs> doing it earlier because clearly you have more devious things up your sleeve, but um, I'm, I'm fine with this placement. It's a, it's a really cool song. I like it a lot. All right. I, <laughs> I wrote it down. I
0: put it down in pen because it's going to stand. I'm not going to blow into right. both Cool. This cool. kills me. Let me tell you why because I can talk but about this Keith song. has
2: a license to kill you. Hey-o. I was <laughs> going <laughs> to say
0: it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this was my number three. Jesus oh, Christ. Number three. This song is fucking incredible from start to finish. It walks in like it like slinks in the opening music. is like someone sexually walking into a room and it has like, and you're like, what's this song creeping up on me? And it's so good for like the first three minutes, like a five minute song. There's a spot around like 315 or something that it does this thing where she comes back in with like the, it like hits like license to kill, like the music kind of like stops and it punch, punches almost Mm-hmm. It's incre- And that whole last ending is like, inc- I was in my kitchen, like cheering in one morning. I was making <laughs> coffee, And I was like, this song is fucking incredible. Like from start to finish. Um, it was, it was, I got my Spotify wrapped recently. This was in my top 10. I didn't start <laughs> listening to this until October. <laughs> so in two months it creeped into the top 10 place to kill was like my discovery of the year. I was like, how does no one talk about this song? This is like one of the best bond songs. Her voice, Gladys Knight's voice is amazing. Um, the music's incredible. It hits so many great points. I feel like it's just this ultimate, it's brassy and cool, with I still being like a kick ass Bond song. It has like that that punch up that I want that like Moonraker doesn't have, you know? It has like mm-hmm. that ending where it's like, oh, we're not done yet. We got another minute and a half of song, and it's like, it's going to get better. Um, just, yeah, the way, I mean, this class, I song. she's killed someone. Like, she has a license to kill. <laughs> Gladys Knight is committed to this song. That's an important thing, too. So many people said they're like, said like they're sleepwalking through songs. song. Like Nancy Sinatra, she's like sleepwalking. Gladys Knight is singing the shit out of License to Kill. <laughs> like, I, god damn, I, this, I have to leave it. But this probably hurts me more than anything else is going to happen. Because I was so excited to push it all the way, like, to the top three. Because I feel like it's such an underrated Bond song. Like, I want people to stop writing, pause the podcast, go pull up License to Kill. <laughs> When three minutes 50 seconds comes around, let me know. My, my soul leaves my body. I'm transcending. Uh, it's like, I was like in the kitchen, I almost fell over. This song's amazing. I love this song. That's all I'll say. So, so you, you might say, I'm <laughs> <this> sorry. <song laughs> straight to your heart. I <laughs> <It's> it? "Oh, <laughs> That's the part. It's like straight to your heart. Like, bum, bum, like that. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. It's oh. so good.
1: I, I still love you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, like I said, this isn't a song I hate or anything. Like this is what's so hard about this list. It's, these are all great songs. I you know? mean, for the most you were part.
0: Like, Matt, I was blown away at this song at the. <laughs> I was blown away at how much it didn't. Yeah. It
1: just wasn't strong enough for me. I was just, I'm sorry. I, again, oh. I, I, I respect Gladys Knight as a vocalist. It just like, and I like her voice a lot. It just wasn't from, it's just, you know, to each. Listen, their own. different strokes. Different yeah, folks. man. I
0: get it still love you that it just hurts (laughs) i was so excited to like i'm gonna sneak likes to kill almost like i was like carrying like this thing across like enemy lines like i'm gonna sneak it all the way to the top three no one's gonna know what i'm doing i don't
1: Um, have to send everybody fruit baskets or something as an apology after this episode oh man yeah
0: it's the one i think i encourage people most to listen to too because for me it was a huge surprise i had forgotten about never heard about the song forgotten about the song um and it popped up I was like, this song kicks ass like this song is amazing um all right, I've said my piece. I it might be a grower
1: things. for me too. Like, you know, like the Cheryl Crow song. I, it's hard for me to say. I'll come like to
0: that. your house and make you listen to it. Keith, like, right now, three fifteen, clock. Make clock, him run course. around
2: his house with finger guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
0: And, and then the the it's it, it's really it's it's funny I said it's great to get because <laughs> it really is. Like I love how it slinks in. And then at the end, it is that great, like it's a very 80s thing, I feel like, to be like, kill, kill, kill. It's like, it's like this little like fade out, like <laughs> like thing. I don't know. I I'm hit over heels in love with the song, so it's okay it's fine i i understand sorry Um, (laughs) i said i had to say my piece about it and you know what it's in it's not even the top half but it's close to the top (laughs) i was like it's the top half oh no not really music Um,
1: stuff is something i'm really good at pissing people off on because (laughs) i just my taste is like it's so huge and so i just like things from a like from a like say a a composing standpoint or, or, or a musician standpoint, I'm, I'm very into just like really kind of what seems to be like benign details, uh, about songs. And then, you know, they can trigger me and be like, well, I don't, It's not, it doesn't do it for me. So I don't know what it is. So I'm sorry. I get it. Like my
2: brain is probably broken compared to most people. (laughs) No, man, I I will tell you, like, you're so much more knowledgeable about music than I am. Cause I always say like, I don't, my music taste is not cool. It's not really based on intelligence. It's just like, Oh, I like this. This makes me happy. Yeah. So I yeah. No, I, I, I'm the same way done. though. Yeah, so,
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah. I was going no, to say it earlier. Cause you're in a band. Like I know, you know, music. So I figured you were like our music expert. Cause when I describe songs, I'm, I'm like, when it goes bump, 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 I have no, like, no, no, I, I mean, but that's the stuff I like, like you know, yeah. no, like, totally.
1: And, um, and that's all the stuff that, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means, but <laughs> I it just, it's just one of those things. Like there are certain things that I think I'll just say this as a side note. I think, going into this, what I, my wife put it perfectly. She's like, there's not only a breathiness to like the right vocal for a song, but the music also has a breathiness to it that it's hard to quantify exactly what that exactly entails, but there's just like a little bit of extra life kind of undulating under the music. And that's what kind of, makes it a bond theme for me, whether that's like a really killer guitar or like a really cool, like shimmery sound or whatever, like the big brass, the wow, 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 wow. Like, I just love just that kind of the swankiness of it, the swagger of it, you know, like, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just dynamics are a really big thing for me, especially in a theme, because that's what makes themes memorable to me. And if it doesn't have enough dynamicism in in it, then it's really hard for me to kind of grasp on. So so when I say that, like, Gladys Knight is lower on my list, it's not because it's a bad song. It's just, to me, it seems more like a straight R&B or pop song. But it has those hits, you know, but it's just not quite what I personally am looking for when I think of Bond because this is a Bond draft. That's kind of my mentality going into it. I should have said that maybe at the beginning. She that's kind of like
2: sings "License to Kill." I no, I get
1: that. <laughs> Great, it's the title of the you know movie, which is like ninety percent of these. I get it. I get it. I do. I really do. But that's yeah. not. That's not what does it for me. I, I'm not a big like. I listen to a lot of instrumental music, personally. So I, I think that may be part of where my disconnect is. Maybe from you guys. I don't know. I don't know what you guys listen to or how you guys listen to music, but for me. I, I, listen far more to the instrumentation than I do the vocals. Um, I don't, I'm not like a lyrics guy. I don't, I don't focus solely on that kind of stuff. Cause I'm not a, I'm not a vocalist, but I, I really love how songs kind of fit together. And that's kind of why this is lower on my list. Whereas I think there's some more, uh, great dynamics as we get, we're creeping up to like some really cool vibes, uh, and just, yeah. So I just want to explain my mentality. I should have done this at the beginning. I'm sorry.
0: I didn't mean but to attack uh, you. That uh, was going to seem, seem like
1: either. the right time to justify why I'm like, how my, my mentality of, you know, why I'm picking these songs where I am.
0: Okay. So Gladys Knight just gave it everything she had to be at number 14. It's fine. It's fine. Not <laughs> good enough, Matt. Not good enough. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone's really explained our, I, I was thinking of this purely as like, there's a few things, like how much, like, cause we all probably have different thoughts of what we think a bomb theme is, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think everyone does. Um So it's, it's my, my thinking, my ranking was like, how much do I like the song? How much is it like a normal Bond song? But if the song is good enough, it completely blows out of the water. Like there's some songs near the top that I'm like, this is not what I think of as a Bond song, but it's such a good song. Um, That was basically it. It There's how much I like the song and how much is it kind of fit or just kind of make sense in a way. It's funny too, you talk about nonsensical lyrics. A lot of Bond songs have nonsensical lyrics, (laughs) like complete, they're just thinking whatever sounds cool, I guess, like, um. So I just thought that was funny. It comes up multiple times, but um, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I just well, didn't give you a hard time, about it. I will probably give you a hard time as other things get played. I'm like, no, that yeah, better than no license to kill, huh?
1: <laughs> well, I, well, no, well. I had to, I had well. Sorry, I, you know. I no, I don't. I I mean, no. Well, maybe I don't know, but I did have to battle myself on. Yeah, I love this song, but is it a Bond theme? So like that was the biggest thing is re-listening to the songs today. That's what changed my list. Like upended it completely is because I was like, yeah, I love this song. It was like, yeah, but is it a bond theme? Like, does yeah. it make sense? And I'm like, oh, well in that context, maybe not. So anyway, that's, that's where I'm coming at it.
0: Understandable. Understandable. So, I, was, I was pretty,
1: pretty hard on myself
0: <laughs> putting together the list. Uh, Daniel, anything but. else to say before you move on from,
2: <laughs> license no, to kill? uh, you know, Gladys Knight, she has a license to kill to go straight to my heart. <laughs> and uh, it's a great song. oh i hope the only thing i hope is i push somebody to go
0: listen to that song now if they haven't listened to it in forever we never heard and be like this is a great song so um that's what happened to me so okay 14 license to kill by gladys (laughs) so um daniel gets back-to-back picks here um oh i do holy shit Um, holy shit (laughs) <laughs> i've only got a i've only got a blofeld left you have no vetoes he can do whatever it no. yeah, i know He's... he can run rough okay unhinged right number 13 daniel what do you got
2: so so men are mere mortals who are not worth going to your grave for but for some reason diamonds are i don't really get that <laughs> um diamonds are forever is my 13 i can live with this
0: <laughs> i'm gonna have to live with it because uh <laughs> Because <laughs> I got us now, I don't know what's gonna happen. Because now I feel like everyone's a real wild card, and I gotta save Boy. this Blofeld as close <laughs> as close to the top as I can. Um, you guys, this straight to my heart now because you knocked out my number three and my number two. Back to diamonds wow. are forever's are wow. two, two. Oh, Holy shit! Wow. I <laughs> feel what I, I feel bad now, even though I shouldn't. <laughs> you can't feel bad. I mean, I'm gonna probably knock somebody else's number one or two, whatever out zone. I, I feel like it's to me what I think of as a quintessential bond song and i love her voice and i think it has like i said that incredible hook that i just think is so catchy um
2: yeah i don't listen to kanye west so that doesn't really come into <laughs> yeah same yeah
0: this maybe i don't know i don't usually listen to him but that song really stuck for me it's a, a little while. too um, maga for me you know <laughs> well, that song that song was 15 years ago so things were different than, like 0506 um but uh no just on its own that the hook is good but he yeah it's uh I'm going to let I, Keith, can't, I, I'm going to ask you Vito, can't Vito, but <laughs> no, it I like, can't. No, I, um, I,
1: I really, I, this was high up on my list too. This was in my top 10. Uh, I think it's a sexy song. I think mm. it's, I think it's, it's, it's got that swagger that I was kind of talking about with those strings, just kind of, I don't know. I mean, it suits it because it takes place in Vegas, you know? So it's, it's, it's certainly like the right vibe for the movie as well. Uh, this, this actually, yeah, I, I think this is just like kind of a nice, I don't know, just like, uh, I don't know how to put it. Just a very loose Shirley, Shirley Bassey, you know, it's, it's a very easygoing song. It just feels Mm -hmm. right for that exploitation entry for the movie as well. Uh, But it has, it has those like signature bits that I was kind of referring to earlier that I really enjoy about a Bond theme. So, yeah. So, but you know, nothing we can do about it. I'm, I'm okay with it here as well. I mean, this isn't much, you know, lower than what I had it at. So. All right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Okay. Thirteen. Diamonds are forever. Uh, <laughs> it pains me to say. Um. Okay. Uh. Daniel, you get number uh, tw- number twelve. You have to go right again here. So what's number twelve?
2: Okay. So this is um, this is the song that is from my personal least favorite Bond movie. So it really shows how good the movie is that it ranks as high as it does for me because it's actually right around this spot, which is another way to die by um Jack White oh. and Alicia Keys from Quantum of Solace. Yeah, for me, Quantum of Solace is not any fun at all, but this is a fun song. I really like it. And this really follows like the theme of Daniel Craig being the rock Bond. Uh, Great guitar work by Jack White Mm -hmm. in there. Um, It's a fun song. It's got really cool lyrics. I I do have to say, and uh, Mark Warner brought this to my attention when he came on my podcast and we talked about Bond (laughs) movies, that Shirley Bassey recorded a uh, a theme song for this movie called Mm -hmm. um, No Good About Goodbye. And I got to say, it's better. It's like at least like the second best Shirley Bassey bond theme. If they had used it, I think it's fantastic. So it kind of breaks my heart that they, that they didn't go with that because they should have, because also the lyrics are fit the movie and, and these lyrics don't fit the movie at all really. Um, but uh, it's a fun song and I just, you know, jam out to it. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, I think you're, you're a fan of that one, right? The big fan. I,
1: I love it. Yeah. I think okay. it's a great song. And actually this is exactly where I had it on my list. Nice. Uh, I, I think it's, like you said, the guitar work is fantastic. It, it, he nails like the the guitar tone of what you're kind of are looking to hear in something like the Dr. No theme. It's just kind of that perfect. It's a little fuzzier, but it's it, it's right in line with that. The strings are huge. It's a bombastic song. Uh, I like to think of it as kind of the perfect perfect theme for, I think it's like unhinged bond. Because you know, with Vesper dying and at the end of Casino Royale, then it kind of goes into where he's like, he's just gone kind of cold, and it becomes kind of really more of a murder machine, uh, I, I think, and it just kind of I think suits it really well. I I I love this pick here. Uh, I think the vocals are fantastic. I'm not a big Jack White fan, actually. Uh, or yeah, uh, I wrote Jack Black down on my list. Like, I wish. I Jack, to be yeah. yeah, the amazing. Amazing. Holy shit! No, uh, I, I I like White Stripes fine. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jack Black. Or Jack, god damn it, Jack White's. How uh, dare Jack stuff. Black is a national treasure. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. He is, I love Jack Jack Black. Um, but, uh, and Alicia Keys' vocals are just perfect. Uh, I'd be really curious to hear the Shirley Bassey version of, of what she had done for Quantum. But yeah, I, th- I think it's exactly where it needs to be. I think this is spot on.
0: Yeah, this is yeah. very close to where I had the song, uh, uh, a weird kind of Bond song. Like it kind of reminds me of like the modern live and let die, and like, it's kind of like yeah. this weird kind of mishmash of things that almost shouldn't work, but they work together. Um, not the biggest Jack White vocal fan either. Like it's a very specific mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it's, I don't hate it, but it's like, I wouldn't think of him as like a Bond song guy, <laughs> you know, but yeah. but it works for this. Alicia Keys is great. Um, I'm not a fan of this movie either. Daniels, so I'm with you, but the song is fun. The song is good. Uh, definitely one of those weird, very weird Bond songs. It's not a typical Bond song at all, but I I like it. I think it works. And yeah, I had it like really close to here. So I'm perfectly happy with it being a 12. <laughs> so yeah. Um, And yeah, uh, I guess it will stay there because I'm not going to do anything about that. So man, we're almost in the top 10. This is crazy. Um, Okay, I think I may have on my own list that I'm keeping. I think I may have missed a song. No one has played, because this is my pick 11. No one's played For Your Eyes Only. It got vetoed, right? It did. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm playing For Your Eyes Only. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's just other songs I like better. This song grew on me too. At first, I felt nothing for it. And I'm like, this is like a cool... Like haunting song. Um, it's strange. It's just like like little. I don't know how to describe it. Um, but I, it grew on me. It was a lot lower, so be happy about that. <laughs> it made it. It made it higher. Um,
2: yeah, I, I will start with you, Daniel, because you, you're the one who's passionate about this song. I think. So. Okay, so uh, you know, if if this just came out of nowhere, this would have broke my heart. But knowing that you guys both had it really low, well, I'm happy I got it to number eleven. Almost made the top ten. Uh, this is my personal number two. Um, I think of, I think it is the prettiest Bond theme and of mm-hmm. all of just the pretty beautiful songs that are Bond themes. I think this is the best. Um, I, you know, I think my love for the movie probably comes over into it. Cause I love for your eyes only. And it, it's a movie that I, I feel like it used to be like one of the more popular Roger Moore movies. And I feel like that's changing because I think the camp of Roger Moore is getting embraced a lot more, which is great but that means this one's getting thrown away because it's not really campy at all. Um, But I still love it. I think it is a badass Ian Fleming Bond movie. And it's maybe like the only really Fleming-esque movie that Roger Moore made. It's not quite Roger Moore's best Bond movie, but it's damn close for me. I think the action is great. Some of the best action that his run ever had. Um, Sorry, I don't want to get too much into the movie, but the movie does play (laughs) into my love for the song. But I just think it is a lovely, beautiful song. It's interesting seeing Shirley Easton in the opening credits, because I think that's the only time you ever see an artist sing the song in the opening credits. And um, it's just it's just a beautiful song. It's my it's my number two. I love to listen to it, but that's okay. I'm glad it got as high as it did
0: yeah i mean we pushed it pretty high because I, I think it kind of got lost in the shuffle there i don't know when like keith played at 18 but that one happened. Something like or, that yeah so that's it's, when it really kind of one of my veto yeah, it, I, think, I, yeah i erased it thinking it was gonna get played on my list and then i was like wait i'm missing a song so it kind of <laughs> you kind of snuck it in like i wanted to do Daniel. like it got it got pretty high that's 11 is pretty good I, um so I, yeah i mean it's a it's a cool song i was thinking i think you know, Easton's the only person i could think of that's actually in the bond opening the movie i was like oh that's different so um yeah, it's a cool song. It's, it is my favorite, like the pretty kind of bond songs. Like never really hits like that high, but it's, um, it's a memorable song. I liked it more as I listened to all these songs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah,
1: this was a grower for me as well. Uh, this is one that I would, so like, this is, this is one of those songs that I wouldn't necessarily have to be in a bond moon to listen to. This is one that I would just like listen to in my regular rotation. So that's also actually kind of a mark against it for me. When I was putting together my list, I was like, well, I don't know. I feel like, it's just I needed it more Bondy for me, but I, I think it's a wonderful song. I, I agree, uh, but again, it just didn't kind of meet my personal Bond criteria for a theme. But I have no problem with this here. I think it's a really nice song, uh, and again, I like it far more every time I every time I listen to it. You know, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm good with that, man.
2: Okay. And it's sexy. It's a. It is sexy. Song. It is sexy. The it
1: production's is. great on this song. Yeah, bond a, movies are like. Vibe
2: technically sexy movies but i feel like they're very rarely actually sexy yes this is a sexy song
0: yeah you are correct yeah Yeah. (laughs) um good point yeah so man we're in the top 10 this is this is bananas (sighs) uh (laughs) (laughs) no one no one can stop anything except i have the one blofeld i'm hanging on to um so uh i feel like that was that was my pick but it was uh now daniel's up at 10 um, but I thought oh, that was wow. Daniel's pick because he likes the song, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh okay, yeah, that was my pick." <laughs> um,
2: okay, top number ten,
0: Daniel. What's what's going in?
2: Okay. Um, I okay. I know this is going to be controversial. I'm okay. well aware of that. It's <laughs> it's lower for me for very personal reasons, but we're all burning this thing down, so I might as well join the <laughs> fun. Uh, I'm gonna pick "Live and Let Die" no! by Wings. Here's here's the personal reason for me. Of all the Bond themes, this mm. is the one that I associate the least with James Bond. And the reason is because I grew up with this song for years with zero knowledge that it was a Bond theme.
1: Same. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I did because, too. Yep.
2: <laughs> Yeah, because my dad, you know, he loves like 70s pop music and he listens to Paul McCartney and Wings a lot. And I, I just grew up with this song. It was always around. I've, I've known it ever since I can remember. And it wasn't until way later that I found out it was a Bond theme. So in my brain, I just don't associate it with Bond like at all. Um, so it, like, it, is it going to make me run around with finger guns, feeling like a secret agent? No, it's just another Paul McCartney song. And I actually love Paul McCartney, uh, and mm. I love the Beatles, and I love Wings, like "Band on the Run," one of the greatest totally. songs ever written. And this does not stack up with my favorite Paul McCartney songs or Wings songs, really. But I think it's good. I think it's fun. The lyrics are one hundred percent nonsense. I think it is the <laughs> most nonsensical, except for Madonna. Yeah, I was like Madonna. My that so the series say about that, ever but... <laughs> had. Oh, when I was young and my heart was an open book, I used to say, live and I live. It's a cool, it's a cool title. Um, I don't <laughs> love the movie. So the movie doesn't do a lot to boost the song for me. Um, but I, it's it's cool. I like it. I know it's near number one for a lot of people. Uh, it's just, I just don't associate it with the franchise. That makes a lot of sense. What you just
0: said. Yeah, yeah <laughs> It yeah. was funny because I'm not gonna do anything about it. I'm gonna let it sit here at 10. It's in the top 10. It's okay. It's It's very non-traditional for a bond song it it is weird you don't i don't think you hear bond songs played on the radio but i know living that die was played on like classic rock channels as a kid yeah and my mom loves the beatles and paul mccartney and i remember yeah i didn't know it was a bond thing either so i got the movie and put two and two together I was like, oh <laughs> you know but it's like um so it works well like that but it's yeah very weird for a bond song but a super catchy song um I really like it. It, it had word number two and now it is, it is gone. So after other things have been taken out. So, um, but I'll, I'll let it sit there. It's in the top 10. It is a weird bond song. So if you're kind of grading off the criteria of like, do I think of it for bond? Is it normal? It's, it's not at all, but I think it's one of those songs that's so good that it jumped way up for me. So yeah, Keith, you look pained when your hands oh, on your head. No, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Everything I was just surprised. I think it wasn't, oh, okay, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, it, yeah. It's not a knock on the positioning, I, I guess, necessarily. But I, everything Daniel says is saying about it, it totally rings true for me. Uh, this is a song that I grew up with, listening to him on the radio with my dad, and and uh, he played a lot of Wings, a lot of Paul McCartney, and and uh, I became a Beatles fan later. You know, I, I I love what Paul McCartney does. I love the dynamic uh, bits of the song. You know, you've got a lot of really cool orchestration. You've got like some really fun kind of sting, you know, uh, hits and things like that with like the xylophone or, you know, things like that are really cool. I think this is one that I actually wrestled with. This has bounced all over my top 10 because you're spot on in saying Daniel, that like, this isn't a song that I think of as a James Bond song and you listen to it. And yeah, it's got that orchestration and it's big and it's, and it's bombastic in parts, but at the same time, other than kind of those flourishes, like what is it? There's nothing about it, I guess, to me that really signifies this as a bond theme. There's nothing that kind of has any callbacks to previous themes or anything like that. It just doesn't, it's a great pop song. That's all say. That's all I'll say. I think it's a wonderful pop song. I love wings. I love Paul McCartney. I love this song but i actually in the context of the bond this draft i was actually just kind of like this doesn't really this doesn't really exemplify what i think bond you know is to me or a bond film so uh yeah i i think it's exactly where it needs to be yeah i'm with you mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah. all right live and I die at number 10 uh he dies at up- 10 <laughs> you're at number uh number 9
2: i'm really scared going forward there's a
0: song i would love to have gone cuz it was like it should have been gone six spots ago, but it's still here. Here's a, okay in, in my mind. I mean, you guys might disagree, but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, here's here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and and
2: wait, did yeah, we, did I mm-hmm. did did you say the next pick? Because I didn't hear it. No, he hasn't no, not
1: said, yet. I'm I'm I'm. He's
2: oh, you started talking debating about a song, it. so yeah. I was like, oh shoot, did it meet? No,
1: sorry, I
0: was just saying. Like, I'm looking at this, uh, my list, going like there are a few, at oh, least okay. one song where I'm like, this should have been gone a while ago. I hope it gets played, but we'll see. Um. I know so debating over there
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i am uh look the <laughs> fact that we we're in the top 10 now and so anything that is here is fantastic right. uh, these, are, these are all wonderful songs the one that i'm gonna pick that will probably upset the apple cart here is listen i'm a carly simon fan but i'm going to have to play uh i'm gonna have to play nobody does it better here this is
0: exactly uh, what I wanted thank, thank you, you. <laughs> This was actually much lower on my list uh,
1: again I, I I like Carly Simon I really do uh, you know Carol King, Carly Simon all that kind of stuff that's like I, I love that stuff from from that time uh, but it just I don't know it just sounds very of a time and it it's so neutral the whole time It's a to me it's a fine. Again, fine folky pop song. There's nothing really that hooks me. It's catchy in its own way for what it is. I just don't think it's Bond material. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I just don't think it's Bond material. And I, I, I I'm sorry, <laughs> but, but yeah, this was this would have been like my number sixteen.
0: That, so that, that was that was exactly where I had a key, At sixteen. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I was it, like...
1: not much lower, but I mean, it's still. You know, it's. I don't think it's top ten worthy personally, but that's that's just me. That's it it just kind me.
0: of snuck in here a little bit. I'm it like, did. Oh, it I did. Let you sneak in here. Nobody does it better, but I yeah. Like, um, I, it's funny. Daniel looks like I have a look on his face, like he wants to say something. I will say this really <laughs> quick. This song moved way up for me to be at sixteen. It was it was near the like bottom three. I really yeah, hated it at first. Same. And I don't same. know why. Um, I did watch Spy Who Loved Me because I've been going through the Bond movies again, and I, I, I can't remember where I started, but I'm I'm up to like uh i think octopussy but i so i watched uh spy you love me recently that's a great bond movie like top to bottom like i have problems with roger moore but holy shit that's one of the best bond movies and i think that might have helped the song a little bit um they kind of keep doing the thing like mentioned, where they kind of pull the music from it throughout the movie and drop in little instrumental bits um that's so why I like it more. Carly Simon sounds a little drunk to me at points in the song. It's like, <laughs> nobody knows. It drunk on
2: sex with James Bond. Yeah, Hey-o.
0: <laughs> yeah that's, somebody pointed out, I think on screen drafts that the song's all about having sex. Like that's all it's about. So um, true. But uh, yeah, so at first, couldn't get past her voice a little bit. I'm like, is she drunk? <laughs> um, I like the whole like, you know, I don't know. It, it's a fun song. I got more into it. I started walking my house again. This is like the, the test for these songs. Like I'd be making coffee in the morning Um, play this playlist. What songs were getting stuck in my head? What songs were like walking the house singing or making up nonsense lyrics to? And this one kind of kept coming up. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I like nobody does it better more than I think. So it moved up quite a bit from like probably 24, 23 to 16. It's a pretty good jump. So
2: um, yeah, Daniel, you (laughs) go ahead. No, yeah, this is a war crime. This is horrifying (laughs) in every capacity. Um, No, this is is my number four. Um, Oh, okay. But I I think it is the best lyrics of any James Bond song. Mm-hmm. Um, I find mean. the lyrics the most quintessentially associated with Bond of any of them. Uh, just the phrase, nobody does it better. Like, no phrase will make me think of Bond faster than that. It is, um, I think it's awesome. I think it's beautiful. I think it's fun. It's funny because it's all about fucking, which is great. <laughs> because, like, let's face it, like, there's no, there's almost... There's almost no Bond theme that is more closely, perfectly associated with the Bond. And like, this is the Roger Moore song. I mean, all that right. guy wants to do is have sex.
0: That's all he wants to do. Yeah, that's a great point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the Spy Who Loved Me is either my second or third favorite Bond movie. I'm a massive fan of it. So I love this song. I love when it kicks in right after it, the massive ski jump. It's, it's yeah. an awesome song. It's my four, um, which even I think is too low, but there, there's just three <laughs> that I love even more. And um, I just love it. It's awesome. You this should both a- be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those songs I don't associate with Bond either because I
1: heard it so many times before, you know, knowing okay. it was a Bond movie. And I don't so, have that experience. Oh. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's probably part of the disconnect for me. But I think it's a very fitting for Roger Moore especially, you know. Uh, yeah from everything I know about <laughs> Roger Moore's uh, rendition.
0: But yeah, so I just wanted to sneak. That no, in. no. I, yeah. I mean, I feel bad, Daniel. I apologize. But, um, <laughs> it's not your fault. You didn't do it. I know. Uh, uh, I, the I know are, what the that means. The fingers
1: are pointed. I, I kind of
0: wish I kind of wish it. I liked Carly Simon's voice a little more. That's still part of the problem. Like it grew on me, yeah. but I, I just don't, I don't know. Something, but it. The, yeah, it triggers like he's at the ski jump and the song comes on. I'm like, okay, it's a pretty cool Bond song. And it fits Roger Moore perfectly. Like I was just laughing watching live and let die and it's his introduction to being bond is he's like in his house trying to have sex with a woman and then he has to hide her away from like m and money penny who come in like he's like a college kid or something it's like <laughs> roger moore just wants to have sex he doesn't want to be bothered fighting people or going around anywhere he's just like you know it's just so weird so yeah it's perfect for him it's at number nine very respectful in the top yeah. 10 it's uh yeah. i'm sorry it's not at four but it's only five i think
2: most back. people would think this is not respectable that's what I think
0: I, I can't wait to hear feedback on this one. I, <laughs> I might have to, I don't think we have an email address for this podcast, but I might need to like give out some kind of email address. People just write me angry, emails. but um, just message <laughs> with me on Twitter. It's fine. Um, I don't know. I, I, again, cause I didn't, I didn't want to look a lot of rankings. Um, so I don't know how popular this song is, honestly. Damn. Um, I think it's pretty well liked, but again, in the top 10, I think that's, <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Um, Okay, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there at uh, at number nine, and then I, I'm up again at eight. So, okay, this is really tough. <laughs> this is when it really like the, especially the top five. I'm super passionate about, and I, I'm debating whether uh, I have a song one spot higher, but I'm like, do I feel as passionately about that song? <laughs> um, uh, I'm just gonna do this. Okay, uh, number eight, I'm gonna play uh, Thunderball by Tom Jones. Oof. <laughs> that
1: was my number two.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, knew it, I now i know this song is beloved i this was tough i we're really at the point now it's like me ranking things that i love which is you know what degree of love do yeah. i love this song um uh, thunderball is great i i'm not the biggest fan of the movie thunderball it's okay like, yeah there's a lot yeah. of underwater stuff that's very slow. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I know people love that Bond movie, so I don't want to say too much bad stuff about it. But the song is is great. Like again, it's in my top eight now. So um Tom Jones fucking belts it. Apparently he passed out doing the last note is the story I've heard, which I hope is a true wow. story because it's an amazing urban legend. It's like that he belted so hard on all, he just passed out in the recording booth. Um so yeah the song goes pretty hard. It's uh it's a very good Bond theme. I just I've, I'm looking at my list now and I've got these other songs that I just like more than, than it. And, and that's, that's what it comes down to. So Daniel, thoughts on Thunderball?
2: <laughs> you know, I think this might be controversial, but of all of the big brassy Bond themes, I think nobody did it better than Tom Jones. Uh, this oh, is my okay. favorite of all the big brassy ones. Uh, it's my number five. So it's, you know, not too far from where Keith had it. And, and I'm not like mad about this placement. The one thing that <laughs> nah. I think is weird about the song I cannot figure out if the lyrics are about Bond or about the villain. Because they could be about Bond, but it doesn't make Bond sound very good because the guy they're singing about sounds like a dick. So I'm like, are they singing about the villain? They might be. I'm not sure. You know, he he strikes like thunderball, whatever that means. But um yeah. it's a damn fun song. I mean, it's like the most hyper masculine Bond theme, maybe, yeah. which fits Sean Connery and his ridiculously hairy chest. <laughs> It's really fun. And I I like Tom Jones. I think Tom Jones is a badass. He's got a great great voice and he's a perfect guy to sing a Bond theme.
0: Yeah. A guy whose voice I love in, in, many songs. Um, thinking of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and uh, <laughs> the Carlton dance to uh, uh, I'm probably blanking now on the song I was going to say, but you know, at least the what's new pussycat, all that stuff. I, I <laughs> he's got a great voice. He's got uh, a perfect bond voice for Sean Connery. That's a great point. Daniel, like it's this very like masculine, you know, thing. And um, yeah, again, I, are I just, I love the song. Keith, what are your thoughts on Thunderball? Uh, I,
1: I love it. I, this is one that actually shot up quite a bit for me. This was around five initially for me i think what did it for me was just like kind of recognizing that this is exactly what i am kind of looking for in a bond theme i think the the brass is as big as it can be i think this is as close you're going to get to the doctor no theme in terms of the the feel of it kind of really uh really exemplifying what james bond is like you hear that there's no mistaking this is a bond theme yeah and i just love how big it is i mean john barry's back doing his thing and it's just it's just tough and i don't know it, it just it just hits you exactly how you want to be hit when you hear a bond theme and tom jones really does the does the job well man i mean he's oh man (laughs) <laughs> great, great vocalist, man. So yeah. I, yeah, this was, this was kind of a, this one snuck up on me this morning when I was listening and I was like, you know what? This one's pretty fucking great. And, uh, it needs to be pretty darn high. So I'm glad it at least made it to the top 10. I think, yeah, it's a, it's, a, this is a, another case of better theme than the movie. Uh, you know, I think, I think this could have really, uh, killed it with, with one of the more top tier, uh, films, uh, Thunderball is a lot of fun, but I, I think, I think this one just packs a wall up and I think it's fantastic. So
0: yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean he he gave it his all. As I said, he passed out.
2: He looked at the world and wanted it all. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um God, I'm just looking at Keith has like three more picks in the top seven. He's got Everyone, a lot of power. I f- I feel like he's <laughs>
1: clamming up every time, like just kind of like like constricting when I'm it's my turn. <laughs>
0: Okay, so number seven, uh, Keith, it is your pick again. What are you going to do at number seven?
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. Uh, Look, I think the music uh, for this particular one would have been better suited if it was a little bit slower in tempo for this particular vocalist. This is a controversial pick, and I know this is going to upset people, but I am going to choose Louis Armstrong So we have all the time in the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I love this song. You want this song. song to
2: be slower
1: in tempo? Yeah, the, I do, yeah, just because I think of a more like I just think of, or like a halftime, I guess is more what I'm thinking. Not like, if it were in halftime musically, I think it would suit his voice better. I just think of, when I think of Louis Armstrong, I just think of like really slower pace, like beat, I guess, or something like that. I don't really know how to describe it, but I feel like this is a little bit more like just kind of, I don't know, four on the floor, like not quite, but like, just like, it's just a little bit more like upbeat than what I would expect a Louis Armstrong song to be like. And I don't know. I I think the song is great. And again, this is another one that I had no ties to bond with, but I knew the song for years growing up. Uh, so I don't attach it to Bond. This isn't. This is one of those songs for me, and uh, I don't know. I, I love this song. I think it's a really lovely song. I just think uh, this was actually quite a bit lower on my list initially as well. So, you know, it's gotten up pretty high, and I and I I know most people would find that to be uh, offensive that it's this low, but. <laughs> matt your reaction was probably what everyone else is going to be doing when
0: you know, listen to this you know what's funny my reaction was more reacting to daniel's reaction because oh, i can okay, see okay, him, okay. and he looked i thought he, like he put his fingers on his like nose it was just I, like you were pained i was like oh no i, I know daniel i think loves the song uh, it's a probably, beautiful song probably more yeah. than i do and i had it only one spot where you just put it so i'm really not uh offended by it a song that grew on me too um i almost think i'm i <sighs> am overrating it for myself because of how important it is like to the bond franchise right it's a beautiful song don't get me wrong but i think that they've used it so well um especially in like no time to die when they kind of brought it back mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it is used to great effect in honor, honor magic and secret service i mean it's it's you know it cuts there They it really it's a great song i have you know i mean i don't know what to say because I, I do really like it and it's very important to the franchise. Um, uh, you know, I think Daniel probably has more say about it than I do. I just think it's a great song, but <laughs> so we'll see.
2: Well, Matt, you totally read me wrong. Because uh, oh. apparently by what you said, I have this song the lowest. Uh, this is my number 11, actually. It would oh, be wow. my next oh. play. Wow, cool. I read you completely um, wrong, yep. Because <laughs> it's a song that I completely love because of the context of the movies. Right, that's how I Both Her Majesty's Secret Service gotcha. and No Time to Die. And of course, this is a song I was talking about that I associate No Time to Die with even more than the actual mm. song, No Time to Die. Um, I don't like I'm not in love with the song itself. It's much more the meaning of mm-hmm. bond and Tracy's mm-hmm. relationship and on a majesty's secret service. And that translates over to no time to die and the tragedy of death in both of those movies. Um, and, and, you know, like I'm a Louis Armstrong fan. Cause I like big band jazz. I think mm. with him singing, I prefer it if he's duetting with Ella Fitzgerald, that tends to be my favorite Louis Armstrong sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. It's very pretty. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of bond songs that are, way more kick-ass than this i agree i agree yeah
0: yeah i think we're all kind of the same page then because yeah i'm I'm kind of i like it more just because of how they use it and what it means in the the meaning of the song you know the meaning of the movie so um in the actual song itself but uh yeah i did completely reach you wrong (laughs) sorry about that i was (laughs) like okay i thought it was like maybe you're possibly number one i really thought Mm -hmm. it was that high for you um
1: this was my 18 so this was like 18 or 19 it was like really low for me actually initially uh And I love honor secret secret or Majesty's secret service, uh, the score, like I have the, the record of it and it's such a kick-ass record, uh, (laughs) as a whole, you know, I think it's great, but, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it was much lower on on the list. I'm actually, uh, sort of surprised, but not surprised it made it this far. So,
0: (laughs) okay. Um, Yeah. yeah. All right. So we have all the time in the world at number, uh, seven there. Um, so Daniel, you're back up at number
2: six. Oh boy. Okay. So I have a really (laughs) tough decision here because there's a song that I really want to play. Mm -hmm. But if I play it, I am like 95% sure Matt is going to blowfeld me. (laughs) And then not and then I don't get a second pick. Like he takes over my pick and I've done myself no good. It's been pointless. And so I don't think I want to do that to myself.
0: And you've only got two, you have this pick and
2: number three. So I think I'm gonna let popular consensus ride, even if it's a song <laughs> that I'm less enamored with, and let it be. And instead, I'm going to pick uh, Tina Turner's Golden Eye. Okay. Which is a really good <laughs> song. Fair. And yeah. I actually I have it a little bit lower than this, so it ended up overperforming, but just a little bit lower, like because I love the way the instruments go and that <laughs> it's so cool. It's like yeah. some of the most badass instrumentation mm-hmm. in a Bond theme. Um, I love Tina Turner's voice. She's clearly an attempt to update Shirley Bassey mm-hmm. very clearly, um, but it's a fantastic, unlike Lulu, it's like a great reinterpretation of it. <laughs> it's like just as good. Um, it's uh, It was a great song to reintroduce a new bond with because it's got a modern edge to it, but it's it it much like you know sort of goldeneye does it harkens back to the classics in a lot of great ways. So yeah. it, it's a really cool kick ass song. Definitely makes me uh feel like a secret agent listening to it. And that's what yeah. it's all about.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, Keith, thoughts on Goldeneye?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean I know we talked about it, you know, previously uh, on the other episode, but uh everything Daniel says is like spot on. I think it uh it it's one that just kind of to me, I kind of put it as like bringing it back to basics. Um you know, from from basically the lazen B, I I guess it'd be more the more era, like in the in the Dalton era, like that was kind of my like little doughy center. Uh <laughs> which there are some really good songs in there. But as far as themes go for me, it was just kind of like, oh that's all right. And I feel like with Goldeneye they were kind of coming back to like being more true to form. And I just thought it was a really great update. It was it's it's tastefully 90s. Tina Turner's voice is fantastic. I hear it and I instantly get excited to want to watch Bond movies. And yeah, I think this one rules. I think this was going to be my number five. So I think this is a great placement for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love the song. It was in my, it was number four, actually. It was very high. Yeah. Um, I was like, why didn't Tina Turner do more Bond songs after this? You know, uh, I think she's so perfect for it. Um, talk about nonsense lyrics, though, in the Golden Night yeah. song. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're talking about. It's like, I watch you from the shadows as a
2: child. I'm like, did I miss something? That makes me think like- yeah is she singing about James Bond, the fictional character? And she's like, I watched you in movies. That's oh, kind that's of how I, oh, yeah, it. I, I like That's that. the only yeah. way
0: to interpret it makes sense. I think because <laughs> I'm like, am I forgetting a character in the movie that watched someone as a child? I don't, you know, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff. I think uh, Bono and the edge from U two wrote that song. Mm-hmm. Tina Turner sang it. Um, very yeah, cool. Instrumental stuff. Um, I just love that song. Um, one of like my quintessential Bond themes, really like it's, it's like a foundational yeah. song for me. And uh um, yeah, I mean, I can't be too mad. It's at number six. Like, it's just right outside of where I wanted it. Um, yeah, I know I'm, I'm you know, I, I won't blowfeld this pick. I'm just going to leave it at number six. <laughs> um, it's very high. I appreciate it. I think somebody bagged on it recently and I was like, how dare you? Like, it's a great box. <laughs> like, oh, um, I can't remember what it was, but I was just like, uh, you know, I, I, think it's, I think it's wonderful. Um, and I will say this, I, I, there's a song in here. That I, ha- that I cannot believe has snuck this high, but I'm kind of happy about that. Me <laughs> too. I'm, I'm so I'm excited. With you. I, okay, I think we're on the same page. I just, I was looking at the song, like, this song would not survive in most people's drafts, <laughs> I think, this high, but this is amazing. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Goal night number six. I won't, I'll just let that lie. So we all enjoy that song. So um, we all enjoy all these songs. What am I saying? They're, yeah, on, the yeah, top, yeah, yeah. they're on the top 10. What are we doing now? <laughs> so these are all great. Um, okay, Keith, uh, number five. We're in the top five now.
1: Well, I think this is the one that maybe we're all, Okay. thinking uh which i think is a really cool song mm-hmm. this would have been right in the middle of my list if i if i had my my choice of uh rankings so i'm choosing aha's living daylights
0: i think that it's a very one good one i thought of yep, yeah it was the one i cool. thought of too that was what i was talking about where i looked at it and go wow how did you make it this far little guy <laughs> like, the little engine that could you know
2: um
0: go it's ahead a great song.
1: Yeah. oh yeah. yeah no it's 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 a fun pop song um I think that there could be more Bond flares to it uh, that I'm kind of looking for, but th- I think they do it a little a little bit stronger than Duran Duran for me. And I like Duran Duran way better
2: as <laughs> a band, uh, you know. Really, because and- I remember you burying it at like number <laughs> 19. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 I realize that. <laughs> no, I, I understand. But but we're talking about bond themes here, Daniel. Uh, I'm not talking about Rio, you know, Rio kicks ass. But, you know. um, but as a bond theme, I, I'm surprised, I'm really surprised this made it to five. It's uh, I'll kind be of honest. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think other things definitely belong there instead. But that being said, it's still a really fun kind of 80s pop song. With some with some bond touches, so uh I'm not mad that it's here because I enjoy this song, but I think it's silly that it's at number five. I'll just say that, uh, and that's all I have to say about it. But yeah,
0: I like how we all had total control of this thing, and it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm mad this number five. No one did this, but no one could. No one could have played this way earlier. No we one all, did. Yeah, we're all guilty. I I this is what I was talking about. When I was debating Thunderball another song because I actually had Thunderball ahead of this. But I was like, mm-hmm. it's more fun to let this one move up a little bit. <laughs> it was like, eh. Um, it's like a cool, like, it sounds like an 80s spy song. It sounds like yeah. yeah. like a montage that basically like, gets in a car and the cool spy shit. I don't know. It just, it's a cool song. Um, like, like View to a Kill and License to Kill, kind of this weird, like, black hole of Bond songs I forgot about. And then when we were listening to them, I'm like, these are great Bond songs. Like, three in a row that I love. Um, I had this just one behind, View to a Kill um hmm. they were like at 11 and 12 they're right there together um i don't know how it got this high but it's i'm fine with it being <laughs> number five i think it's just funny because like i look at like Goldeneye, i like better um probably put live and let die ahead of this one but i mean i it's fine it's a cool song underrated I, people should listen to it because i think it's a song that people don't talk about and yeah i don't yeah it's a it's a good one so <laughs> daniel are you hot on this one
2: uh, so you two are, are the only ones that are guilty of making any mistakes because everything is proceeding exactly <laughs> as I have foreseen. Um, I love this song. It's my number seven, but from what's left, it's my three. Um, it's mm-hmm. awesome. I absolutely love it. I mean, I said that, you know, A View to a Kill would have been a great, like, startup rock and bond song for Timothy Dalton, and it's too bad it mm-hmm. wasn't. But this is, like, just as good a rock and bond introduction for timothy dalton for a young hot bond um it's such a cool song it's got a great action movie secret agent feel to it you know lyrics i have really nothing to say about they're they're kind of (laughs) nonsensical too but when every time they sing the living daylights and you get those cool horns oh man it's so cool i love this song i'm really glad i made it this (laughs) time i'm kind of like
0: yeah, I'm kind of just like laughing at the, the idea that made number five. Like, I kind of like that. That it's like, I didn't put it this high, but I'm kind of like giddy that it like snuck into the top <laughs> five. Like, Aha's like, here we come, like, sneaking into the top five. Um, <laughs> Aha! <laughs> it really um, it took
1: it? on this list.
0: Oh, Yeah, that's Sorry. the only song I knew from Aha was taken. I know, on me. same. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't- <laughs> know any other Aha songs. Um, apparently, they were still big in England, but they never really broke over here besides that song, but uh, um. <laughs> What was I going to say about the song before we moved on? Um, oh, also, credit to them. And this is a few other Bond artists. Sometimes it's really hard to sing these nonsense titles and they make it work. Like when they say it's called The Living Daylights, make a song <laughs> about that. Well, shit. What am I going to say? But, but um, they did it. You know, how do you Goldeneye? I'm trying to think for your eyes only it's like something you like what do I do with this you know but living Daylights is a weird one but they they made it work it's super catchy uh, it's very 80s but in a way that I like uh, so um <laughs> yeah I I kind of love that it's number five that's pretty great so <laughs> um man in the top four I'm the only one with two more picks you both have one more pick three and two uh at number four a song I'm also surprised got this high but it grew on me a lot I'm gonna go with the world that's not enough by garbage
1: yeah awesome
0: which I think is a song that I had really underrated uh, until I listened to it again. I was like, Oh, this song is awesome. Shirley Manson, who's the lead singer of garbage has a great voice that I don't mm-hmm. think got enough credit for me because she was in this band that no one, I don't know, but she kills it on this song. It's like, it's a great bond song. That kind of sounds like a classic bond song, but it's still got this modern take on it. Um, it's, it's very good. I w I wouldn't have had number four on my list. It was probably, I think it, and never race stuff, but I think it was back even outside the top 10 or maybe at the bottom of the top 10. But, you know, I I'm looking at the three songs ahead of it. And I'm like, well, these three songs are like just all time bangers. Like these are great songs. So I've got to play world is not enough here um, just because I'd rather have these other three songs ahead of it. So um, Keith, your thoughts on world is not enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I garbage is a great band, a uh, big fan of them. And uh, I think the song is fantastic. This was in my number eight. Uh, although I do, I think like it as a song uh better than a lot of the songs i would have ranked ahead of it um yeah you're right about it kind of feeling a little bit more old school the the sweeping strings are just absolutely gorgeous that beat is just perfect for what it needs to be it's a killer uh killer song for a really fun movie uh it's not like the best movie ever but it's <laughs> you know it's it's got some really cool set pieces in it uh yeah i just love i love her voice i, I always have and i think that um that she's like you said she's an underrated vocalist in my opinion as far as female vocalists go i think she's got quite a range and and uh for like a modern you know kind of quote-unquote rock alternative singer i think Mm -hmm. i think she she nails it um i I love this song so great choice yeah
2: yeah i absolutely adore this song i i thought this was one i was gonna have to fight for um but then i blew my veto so i I wouldn't anyway (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, used to be my number two for a long time. It made it up. It ended up being my number three, just because my love for your, for, for your eyes only had only grown. Um, but it is just the epitome of cool. It's yeah. awesome. I love, I think the lyrics are great. Um, the world is not enough, but it is such a perfect place to start. It's so cool. Um, for, the world is not enough is of course, um, bonds family motto, which we learned in a hundred magic secret service. So it's, mm. it ends up being a, such a great title. Yeah. It's like it. It's like a melding of the rock Bond songs and the more like ballady pretty ones. And it's like Mm -hmm. both at the same time, which ends up being pretty amazing. It's also a way underrated movie. I'm a huge fan of the movie. I like um, it too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. And the (laughs) the song is one of the best things about it, I think. So, uh, you know, it's number four. It was my number three. So, yeah, I can't complain too much with that.
0: Yeah, it feels. I think it feels like romantic too for a Bond song. Yeah, we talk about songs being sexy, but I feel this one feels like romantic. Like it just feels like a big, beautiful romantic song. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, kind of surprised here, but I'm I'm happy with it being here. And Number four, that's fine. Um,
2: yeah, it makes me think of Bond and Electric King's relationship, not hmm. Bond and Christmas Jones's relationship so much, <laughs> yeah. but it really feels. It feels like it has the exact vibe that Sophia uh, Sophie Marceau has yes, in that yeah, movie. Yeah. It almost feels is like it? she's singing it or something. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I'm flipping the movies. I thought we were talking about Tomorrow for Dies. <laughs> I was like, that movie's like They're,
0: fine. Sorry, World Not Enough make. is
1: a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, the movie is a lot of fun. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I'm shocked when people put like World is Not Enough above, or uh, a way to put Tomorrow Dies above World is Not Enough because I feel like I see that ranking no a way. lot, and no I think way. World of Enough is way more fun. Tomorrow Dies is like a to me. I mentioned this. I think with Keith on GoldenEye, that it's like a slog for the first hour. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't buy. Pierce Brosnan and uh, oh God, what's her name uh, from oh. Superman, the Superman show. Uh, <laughs> Terry Hatcher. Turned, yeah. Thank you, Terry, Terry Hatcher. Hatcher. I can't yeah. buy their relationship. Like, she's I'm not, not very good
2: in, in the movie. No. I,
0: I'm not invested <laughs> in them at all. And That's like a long and thank God Michelle Yeoh comes along. It's like, and so I, World Is Not Enough came on. I was like, this is a fun, it's kind of stupid, but it's like, it's, yeah. it's fun. And Christmas Jones, as much as everyone makes fun of that poor, poor Denise Richard, she's not in the movie that much. I think she was like an hour into the movie and then like you know, it's so I'm with you guys. It's a little Bond movie talk, but I, I just think World's not Enough get shit on pretty badly, and I don't think it's that bad at all. So
2: yeah, I think people just zero in on Christmas Jones. Yeah, and it's all they think about. And they're like, This movie's bad because I hate Denise Richards. Um, and <laughs> that's just not fair because everything yeah. around Denise Richards is pretty top tier. And she's not that bad. I mean, and right. they, they clearly gave her bad dialogue. I think clearly the director didn't really know what to do with her. Um, so it's not really her fault, but there's a lot of greatness around her for sure. It's like
0: Megan Fox syndrome. It's like they pick on her, no matter what she does. Denise Richards is like, like a lightning rod around that time. I feel like, oh, she's just a shitty actress. We hate everything she does. You know? And I'm like, she's yeah. not that bad in World's Eye Enough. Like, it's just, yeah. So anyway, uh, what movie talk? But yeah, <laughs> so uh, top three. And now we all have one pick left. Um And I have the Blofeld left. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, Daniel, you have the number three pick.
2: Oh, man. Okay, we're (laughs) in a fascinating place here, because there's one song that I am ecstatic made at this high. But I'm shocked because, again, this was one that I thought I was going to fight for. Of course, once again, I blew my vetoes. So I I de-armed myself. Um, So I'm so happy that song's going to make top three. I'm certainly not going to play it here. Uh, But so I've got two songs left. One of them I absolutely want to play here, but again, I think matt's gonna blowfeld me (laughs) but i feel like can i let it be number one without at least at least trying to put up a fight so i'm gonna go with my heart and i'm gonna try to put up a fight to keep goldfinger from being number one well oh i you know I, I thought about this i we played our hands on
0: that golden eye episode where we talked yeah. about songs that we liked and, like <laughs> shit i shouldn't have played my hand but i was like things could have changed i meant to like play that up again like oh i might feel differently now um i'm gonna have to blowfeld it i'm know, gonna okay. have to i'm gonna have to do it <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna i don't plan to carry these over so I'll, but I, I do want, I, i'm not doing this to do it i do i do want to do it because i want to like move that pick higher um this is tough i really like all three of the songs that are left a lot um very happy with the top 3. I think it also the top 3 we have left kind of like shows the whole range of bond songs. Like in a in a weird mm. way, it's like this encapsulates every kind of song in a way. Um okay. <laughs> Daniel, I think I know what song you're talking about. I'm going to play this at number 3. Okay, so I'm taking over number 3. I'm going to play you know my name by Chris Cornell which is an awesome song. I was listening to it on like this morning going to groceries and I was like, I feel like a badass listening to, you know, (laughs) like it's like, it makes you want to like get up and like run around and punch people. Like it's like, you want to go do Bond shit. Like, which is the perfect song to start off Casino Royale, Craig's Bond. Like Mm -hmm. he's doing the parkour thing. Like he's an act, he's the action Bond. Like, and this is an action song. Like, this is not a, like, I love the big grassy ballads and all this stuff. But like, I think Craig needed this song to kick off his new Mm -hmm. Bond tenure because it's really announces like this is different now, you know, we're doing things a little differently. And it's a great song. And I love Chris Cornell's voice. As I think Keith and I talked about that. I almost mm-hmm. got a fight with a man at a party because he disrespected Chris Cornell's voice. I was like, How dare you, sir? Like he's a great singer. Um so a very non-traditional Bond theme that is like my favorite of the non-traditional Bond themes. I think it's an awesome song. It kicks ass. I'm happy it made it to number three. I had it a little lower in my list, but um some things have already been played so but but I mean I it's great it's a great song um, so yeah I will let uh, Daniel you speak about it first so uh,
2: so this is my number one and uh, <laughs> it's my favorite Bond theme and it, you know it might have something to do with it that like you know Casino Royale is my favorite Bond movie it's also the movie that got me into Bond because it, my dad took me to see it in 2006. I was 13, which I feel like is the perfect age mm. to see a Bond movie in theaters for the first <laughs> time, especially if it's Casino Royale. And the movie <laughs> just blew my mind. And the song is could not be more perfect for that movie. I, I just get chills when I think about how we go into the song where Bond is in the bathroom, the guy that he's nearly beaten to death in a very brutal violent action scene starts to get back up and Bond quickly turns around shoots him dead, and the camera zooms into him, and you hear that, da 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 Oh, man, it's incredible. It's just one of the best little few seconds in any Bond movie ever. Um, I love that it is a guitar-rocking rock song, but it mm-hmm. still has the horns. It still incorporates traditional Bond songs into it. Um, it just could not possibly be a more badass song. It is one of the most cool badass action hero feeling songs i've ever heard in my life and it's my favorite bond theme so i'm glad it made it this high i totally did not expect it to be number one i mean that's why i didn't even take the i had first choice at which position to take and i didn't even try to take the number one thing because i i knew this song was not going to hit it um so i'm glad it made it as high as it did keith your thoughts on this one
1: yeah yeah i i I echo all of that. Uh, I think this is one of those cases, I, a casino Royale that first, like five minutes or whatever, uh, of the film is absolutely the perfect way to set the tone for his bond. And I think that coupled with the Chris Cornell song is immaculate. I think it, I think it's perfect. And it is also my favorite bond, uh, my favorite bond film. I think I can definitively say that, that it is probably my favorite. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, it, it it takes you places, (laughs) which is interesting for kind of a straightforward rock song. I love the verses. Uh, they're almost a little bit more minimal with the guitar and more with us, you know, just like heavy on the strings and his voice is just super lovely, kind of just fluttering over all, all of that. And I don't know, man, I, I think the, the sequence is interesting. The animation of it is, is fine. It's not my favorite, but it's, it's pretty cool. But, uh, As a song, I think it works really well as far as setting up bond. And I think you're right, Daniel. I think that uh, Matt, I think like this is one of those songs that kind of really does encompass the whole of the series pretty darn well, surprisingly in a weird way. I I don't know what it is, but it manages to kind of cherry pick little things from each era and kind of incorporate it and modernize it make it really, really fresh feeling.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys said it. You said it great, but both of you. So it's like it, it's a perfect. I can't think of a better, like, song. Like what they're trying to do, announce a new Bond. And it's a very different Bond. Like the song is the perfect choice with that. And I like how it kicks in, like Daniel said, it's like that opening's so great. Um, I think Casino Royale is my favorite. I wrestle. I go back and forth between that and like, um, probably Skyfall or even like Goldeneye. It's it's tough, but like, Casino is like always in the conversation for like one two or three somewhere up there it's so good um yeah it's a great song I liked it even more the more I kept listening to it during this whole like research for this this podcast I was like man this song is great like so um happy it's in the top three um there are the two songs that are left are just two songs i like better and I feel like they are I guess technically better bond songs air quotes like just what I think of as bond um but now that I've played the Blofeld Keith really has all the power here <laughs> like um, um it's a I don't know what he's gonna do he's got two choices yeah. left um,
1: make the responsible choice don't worry
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah if no one else has anything else on you know my name at number three Keith can pick number two here
1: yeah yeah I, I'm gonna go with Adele's Skyfall I think it's a gorgeous song uh this is like we were kind of talking about the Sam Smith version and how they were kind of going for what Adele had sort of done previously but did not, did not stick the landing, in my opinion. This, this is the difference between those two songs for me is the fact that you can feel Adele singing these songs and you can tell it's very like internal. There's a lot of soul behind it. The It's just huge. And it's theatrical in a way that isn't over the top in the way that Sam Smith's version to me uh, kind of hits. Uh, I love the orchestration in this. I think it's perfectly subdued. I think it's just a really great song for a really great bond entry. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say about it. I mean, Adele is like, you know, one of the best vocalists of the 21st century, hands down. I mean, there's no disputing that. Uh, Her range is insane. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's a a fantastic song.
0: All right. Uh, Daniel, your thoughts on Skyfall?
2: (laughs) I really, really like Skyfall. Um, It's significantly lower for me. I mean, it's still in the top 10. I had it at number eight. Um, and I think the reason for me is like, it got so beaten into everybody over the years since 2012 and just everyone screaming at you. It's the best Bond theme song ever. It's the best. It's the best. And it plays on the radio all the time. And eventually it kind of started to feel like maybe let it go from Frozen, where it's just like, "We get it. It's the greatest thing in the world. Um, it's a really cool song. I'm actually like, I'm not a big Adele guy. Same. Adele doesn't bother me yeah. at all, yeah. but um, I don't listen to her really, but she's. Same perfect for a Bond theme. Her voice is amazing. Um, I loved it. It's a ballad until it's not. And it mm-hmm. really kicks into intensity by the end. And that's awesome. It has really, really cool lyrics. Um, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not entirely sure what they all mean, but it's really, really cool. <laughs> uh, I just like, there are a lot of other songs that like maybe feel a little bit closer to my heart and make me happier, but this is almost like the cerebral choice, where I'm like, "Ah, yes, excellent Bond thing, <laughs> brilliantly done," but I'm gonna go listen to Aha's "The Living Daylights."
0: <laughs> oh, I, and I'll go listen to "License to Kill." Uh, no, I, I, Skyfall is great, but it's it is all one of those picks where it's like, this is so obviously a great Bond song, but um, it, it's it was I talked about "Living the Die" being kind of like making mainstream be on the radio. Skyfall really. Was on the radio a lot. I kind of forgot about mm-hmm. that. Um, I feel like few Bond songs break through like that. It won the Oscar, right, for best song. It did, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times they've done that with Bond songs. I'm sure it's happened a few times, probably. But maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. But uh, uh, and if anyone got sick of the song, it'd be me because in the fall of 2012, when Skyfall came out, I was working at a grocery store and we had like the oh. you know, the looped music, all like the top 40 hits. I think I'm sick of every single one of those songs, but I'm not sick of Skyfall, yet, which is like <laughs> a real testament to how good it is. Like that, I've heard that song so many times. I was happy that it came on the grocery. Like, oh, thank God, Skyfall's on. It broke up all the Jack Johnson or whatever. I don't know what's. Yeah, you know, it's like no offense. I don't like Jack Johnson, but they played this song a lot. I couldn't take it anymore. Um,
2: Where all the good people go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a banana pancakes. I don't remember. It was like <laughs> there was just a, quite a few songs where I'm like, "It moves like Jagger" by burn Five. was like, "Oh yeah. like, but then Skyfall comes on. It's like, oh, thank God, Skyfall. Thank you, Adele. <laughs> um, she's got a great voice, uh, a great person to sing a Bond song. Like, you know, it's just a great song. Like, I remember when that came out. There's people who didn't give a shit about Bond, like that. I knew friends and family who were like, "Oh, I love that Adele song." You know, like it broke. It broke out of the just a Bond song, I mean, a great song. Um, I'm, you know it's I'm happy it's as high it was my number four so yeah it was it was right there in the top five um so yeah I'm 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 happy with it being here so I think we all can't deny even know how it's one of those things that's like yes it was super popular but yes it's a great song you know it's kind of hard to deny that so um yeah okay um well Skyfall number two I actually have the number one pick it's exactly what I wanted somehow this <laughs> Played right into my hands. Uh it's like Can you so sing never... the
1: title? Can you sing the title? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Hang on. I,
0: I mimic uh, you singing Goldfinger often <laughs> at home. Another song I walk around the house just singing when it comes on. Uh let me warm up the pipes a little bit of uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> uh, probably wasn't my best, but uh uh it's Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey. Oh, uh to me, this is the Bond theme song. This is what I've always thought of as like mountaintop peak of the Mount bond song. She has the perfect bond voice. Um, the song is like what I want from a bond song. It's super catchy. I think, um, it's, it's what do you say about Goldfinger? It's like, it's funny cause the movie, not just the movie set the template going forward for bond movies. I feel like Goldfinger really sets up what they do when the bond franchise after that, but the song really sets up what they do for theme songs. Like they, they go off the, the formula, but they always kind of, I feel like this is always a traditional bond theme. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's like, it's so famous. Like, what do you say about it? I love it. It was always my number one song. I said it back on the Goldeneye podcast. I did not change my mind. Um, the craziest thing that happened was like, I had this number one, Diamonds Are Forever Number Two, Lies to Kill, all the way number three. And, you know, that was like the biggest, craziest thing that happened in my rankings. But, um, yeah, Goldfinger, number one. I'm so happy it's number one. I can't believe this actually worked out because, you know, I didn't think it was going to happen. So, I feel like I'm accepting an award. Like, we did it, guys. It's like, me and Goldfinger one. Um, uh, Keith, your thoughts on Goldfinger? <laughs>
1: yeah, this was my number one also. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, I mean, if we're not including the Doctor No theme, which I think is is probably my absolute favorite, but the Goldfinger is, yeah. What do you say about it? I don't know. It's the it's the song that uh, you know gets parodied in uh, Austin <laughs> Powers. You know, they they wrote their theme based around this particular theme. Clearly, <laughs> uh, Shirley Bassey's voice is amazing in this song, and 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 uh, the strings are just. Yeah, I don't know. Just really giving it, giving it the beans, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I just love the wow, 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 wow. I just love that. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's perfect. I think it's perfect. So I, I love that this is at number one.
0: All right, Daniel, your thoughts.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm definitely the naysayer. It's significantly <laughs> lower for me. It's my number twelve, actually. Hmm. Um, it's very much just like a template setting song that I think the template got done much better in later years. Um, I think I like Bond themes to feel like Bond, but this is, it's about the bad guy. It's about Goldfinger. That so it doesn't true. make me That's think true. of Bond. <laughs> it makes me think of big old German bad guy, Goldfinger. Um, it's just like a fine song. i, I It's just, if I'm going to listen, just listen to a song, a Bond song for enjoyment. I'm not going to go to Goldfinger because it's a little more of a novelty song. Fits the movie very well, mm-hmm. but I'm not really going to blast it in my car. Um, so it, it's like, this is a very respectable choice. So good job guys. It's just uh, not one of my favorite songs. I think it's a template that, uh, that became a lot better Later on. Yeah. That's why well, I drive opinion.
0: around my neighborhood just blasting goldfinger at my neighbors, <laughs> just like yelling sure goldfinger better like- if
2: you put it at number one. <laughs> They're like, shut <laughs> up, <Mac and>
0: <laughs> Stop yelling goldfinger at us and uh driving off. Um, it's funny that we said we didn't want the traditional Bond theme song on here because it'd be too obvious. I feel like Goldfinger is probably the the second most obvious. It's <laughs> like I feel yeah, like probably. it's pretty universally beloved as like the the favorite Bond song, really always like top three, I would think, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Other things, but it's like I feel like it's usually very near the top of people's bond songs. But I can't deny
2: Skyfall, which ended up being the number Mm -hmm. two here.
0: That's true. Well, (laughs) we had a lot of contention in the middle, so (laughs) (laughs) and we put Living Daylights in the top five, which I feel like hell yeah would not happen with a lot of people. (laughs) But I'm happy we did it. I thought it was cool. Um, uh, man, we did it. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Like, uh, this was so much fun. We talked this for like so long, and I'm so glad we finally did it. And it was as much fun as I thought it would be. So. Very oh, emotional. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry to have put you guys through the ringer, but
0: <laughs> we all, I think we all did something that hurt someone else. I mean, oh, yeah, there was a lot of hurt today, but I think we can hear from it and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna be okay. I mean, yeah. we're supposed to do probably not too long our top 10 favorite discoveries of the year oh yeah together so um that'll be all good stuff i'm sure no one will get mad at anybody
2: no (laughs) because we nobody knows what pool you're really drawing from right right
0: no idea it could be from like 1920 or 2020 i have no idea you know it's (laughs) it's gonna be fun so this was a blast i will reread everything here um how we ranked these uh one last time for everybody so at number 25 it was die another day Number twenty-four was all-time high. Uh, Number twenty-three was the man with the golden gun. Uh, Number twenty-two was you only live twice. Number twenty-one was writing on the wall. Uh, Number twenty was Moonraker. Nineteen was from Russia with love. Eighteen was V to a kill. Uh, Seventeen tomorrow never dies. Sixteen was the On Her Majesty's Secret Service instrumental theme by John Barry. Uh, Number fifteen was no time to die. 14 was License to Kill. Uh, it's, it still hurts to read, but it's okay. Uh, 13 was Diamonds are Forever. That also hurts, but it's okay. <laughs> number 12, Another Way to Die. Um, number 11, For Your Eyes Only. Uh, number 10, Live and Let Die. Uh, number nine, Nobody Does It Better. Number eight, Thunderball. Number seven, We Have All the Time in the World. Number six was Goldeneye. Uh, number five, Living Daylights. Uh, number four, The World Is Not Enough number three you know my name number two was skyfall and number one was gold finger one last <laughs> time I'm sure people are like matt stop saying that now um man that's uh, you know what i mean it was a lot of fun i love that like things were going real smoothly and then 18 came around and just kind of started it up <laughs> <laughs> and i blew it I up mean, very entertaining keith it was almost going too well before that people are like <laughs> okay these guys gonna fight at some point um yeah, not, that was amazing everyone just burned all their vetoes in the span of like two picks it's unbelievable <laughs> like um uh, oh boy so yeah i'm really happy with this list i especially like the bottom and the top part really kind of went very closely to like how i kind of want to go in my ranking so i don't know about you guys but i'm, I'm happy with this
1: this is very not even close to my <laughs> to my list but uh it was a lot of fun, and I think it's actually a very good list. I think the way it kind of falls makes sense, and I think everybody made very good points and where you know, the like kind of validating or sticking up for why they they chose their spots. So I think it's a nice nice list. Yeah,
2: you know, the bottom part is very close to mine. Yeah, but but yeah. after that, it's it's you know not even close. It's all chaos. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> chaos. Oh
0: yeah, the um,
2: the, I think we're all very agreement on the bottom. Like <laughs> the
0: bottom picks were like, oh man. I think, no, I don't think anyone's going to get mad at us. These were all pretty universally not like Bond songs. So, um, yeah, you can uh, you can write me on Twitter if you're mad about this. It's okay. <laughs> let me know what you were upset about. Um, and listen to License to Kill, everybody. Let me know how you think about it. So, um, I guess, I don't know what else to say. Uh, this was a ton of fun. I let you guys plug stuff. Keith, if you want to go first, so people can, like, follow you. Um, sure. All that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram at Keith Watches Film and Letterbox at K Watches Film. Uh, I don't have a podcast but I guest on them <laughs> so thank you guys uh, for having me and uh, I I have at this time I think there should be a new episode where I do a uh a favorite blu-ray discovery uh or favorite Blu- blu-ray le- releases of 2021 with brian Sauer on just the discs uh, that should be out by the time this drops so uh that's really all i have to plug right now other than the discoveries that we'll do together uh whenever that is uh yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's so. very exciting about being on just the disc with brian Sauer. oh man yeah <laughs> I, I, I want to mention it elated, top, but yeah. I, I know when it was coming out so i don't want to mention it for you but uh no, that's very exciting. I'm very excited to listen to that one. So
1: oh, yeah, I hope yeah. it's good.
0: Cool. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, it sure it's I'm a sure lot of fun.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Daniel, uh, go ahead and plug your stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can follow my podcast. It's called The Cobwebs Podcast, where we talk about a lot of old movies. We uh, we're on a little bit of a hiatus at the moment, but our last episode was a James Bond episode where myself and, and Film Feast regular Mark Warner Talked about Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, pretty soon, we're going to be doing an episode on Nightmare Alley in uh, celebration of the Guillermo del Toro movie coming out soon. Uh, I also did recently did a podcast series with my good buddy, Chris Hurtado, on Inside the Sequel where we talked about all of the Disney Star Wars movies. And uh, we decided to do that because we wanted to bring some positivity to that discussion because we're very positive about those movies overall. And we just feel like emotions have cooled. Like let's all (laughs) relax and let's just you know talk about the good things about these movies of which we think there are many. Uh, So you can check that out on Inside the Sequel as well.
0: Yes, all good stuff. That series has been fun because- God knows that phantom needs some positivity. (laughs) Like those (laughs) movies specifically need some positivity. So it's been very refreshing, I will say. So all exciting stuff. Um, uh, For our stuff, you can follow the podcast at Film Feast Pod on Twitter. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at maplet87. Um, You can follow me and the podcast on Instagram at filmfeast, all one word. Um, And if you enjoyed this podcast, I know this is not normally what we do this episode, but (laughs) um, you can uh, rate and review us on the Apple store. I really appreciate it. Um, And yeah, that is it, guys. Thank you again so much. uh, And we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody.